Janice. Janice la la. La 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 la. Janice, watch the whole show. Don't leave. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. That heavy metal welcome. Hey. Wow. Welcome, everybody. This is Talking Guitars 80s Metal Live. It's December 7th, 2021, 8 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 10 Pacific, 6 10. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop so many F-bombs, you'll think it's Pearl Harbor today. Oh, wait, mm -hmm. it is Pearl Harbor today. John Mancuda is back. Remember Pearl Harbor. These colors don't run. Yeah, we missed you, man. I missed everybody. Views are way down since you've been gone. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's actually uh, me because I don't have my twenty accounts watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> Is it either because John's been gone or because Zim's has actually been here? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Probably a combination that's, of both. That's terrible. Everyone tunes in and say John dyed his hair blonde and grew it long and. <laughs> Got more handsome. Wait a minute. Oh, that's Dane Zimmerman. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is your first time here, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Yeah. You don't want to miss this. This is a weekly show. They don't? Oh, oh, they uh, don't. I, they don't. No. no. You don't no. want to miss this. Do you want to no. tune in? Yeah. And you're going to have a great time. Smash that thumbs up. And let's 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 say hello to our executive producers. The big bosses. Yeah. Executive producers, Dave Ennis, Vinyl Freak 5150, Mike Neese, Music Therapy Laz, Majestic PB and J Cat, Wayno, False Flag, Andy Carson, Michael B, R Habs, the Chad, Linny Lou, and my little geriatric sex kitten, Mary, James Gum, John Moronic, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, the Captain, Thomas Santiago, Joe Christian, Jimmy Ray Hawkins, and Steve Carmichael. Steve Carmichael. That is top tier of channel membership here on Johnny Bean TV. If you'd like to become a channel member, click that join button right below the 23 thumbs up currently. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you, everybody. Let's see if we could uh, break 100 tonight. Yes. Yeah, that'd be amazing. A Leave a thumbs up. Why not? It's free. That'd be, that'd be um, awesome. Do, do it now because the, the quality of the show only goes downhill from here. <laughs> Yes. So do it, do it before you change Thumbs your mind. <laughs> yes. And hey, if you'd like to help support the channel, support these shows, any super chats will change the color of my lights. You look behind me here. I know it's a little fuzzy, but it's, it's a brand new feature and people seem to like it. Any super chats will change the color. Yeah, John. Yeah. Since you've been gone, StreamYard 
There uh-huh. you go. They actually they, <laughs> no they plug new, there. They have they have a new feature where where it simulates like a, like a very expensive camera to where it's like it's like blurry in the background and like like you're like here. So it's pretty cool. I don't Pretty know. Cool. I can't see the guitar more. Very what what well. happens when Ned shows up? And he's yeah, Ned, Ned's going to look like a little blob in the background. What, what expensive blur. camera does that? <laughs> <laughs> I want the brand of that expensive camera so I could sue them. And your toaster oven back there it just looks like a black. Yeah. Yeah. Black well, it's, it's uh, yeah. I thought that was an amp. No, I thought that was a GKML 250. I, I thought that was an amplifier. Hmm. I can't even see. Is that a couch or a boat? What the, what the <laughs> fuck happened to your screen? <laughs> it's anyway. Busy. Anyway, David Share. There you go. There you go, David Share. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you David Share. And thank thank you everyone for the really nice welcomes I'm seeing in the chat. Thank you so much. I missed you too. So where have you been the last two weeks? I missed everybody. Well, I hope you guys mentioned it. Uh, yeah, so I, I was working on the the last movie that uh, that I did. We we just finished primary filming. It's called Everything Will Be Fine in the End, and uh, it'll come out sometime next year. And uh, I'm really jazzed about it, man. I'm I'm really really. Uh, it's it's one of those weird but very fun indie films that I'm just like blessed to be cast in. I mean, it's like, you know, it, it's it's like a dark comedy and it, it's, you know, indie films can be really weird, you know, but they, they always win awards at Sundance and all these festivals. This is one of those type of movies. It's It's just great. And like I got to work with some really, really incredible actors um and and i'm i'm just you know really blessed to be in this business and working in this business so but i still missed every one of you guys that you know as i was filming through those last few tuesday nights i was thinking i miss my audience (laughs) you know but even my mother said the opposite i said mom how how were the shows she's like oh what are you talking weren't you on them I said no. Oh well, they were they were much better the last few weeks. I I didn't even notice you were gone. I'm just, I they were very entertaining. I I thought everyone else was just talking and you were just being quiet. But I I don't know. I I uh, I enjoyed the show more without you. I guess I'm sorry, John. No, thanks, Mom. And thank you, False Flag. And thank you, David Sheer. You're welcome. Thank you, everybody. Oh, yeah, that's you. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Since you've been gone, the show's yes. been so much better. Since you've been gone, we haven't missed you at all. Since you've been gone, since you've been gone. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, and give Neander Paul plenty of time to talk because he's got always has a lot to say. Yeah, well, Neander Paul so always was has just, stuff he to was say. just woo. He was spewing. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, Paulie always has stuff to say. You know, when when you know, you know, when I when I'm not here, Paulie Paulie can easily take up that slack. And you know, Blue Rhino was like, What are we doing Tuesday night? Where's daddy? You know, it's like, you know. He's he's not happy not being on the show, and he's not on the movie set either. So, 
Hmm. But either way, I'm really happy to be back. Really happy to see uh, everyone in the chat. And uh, I missed you. Blue Rhino missed you. Uh, I'm sorry, Mom. I actually am on tonight, so I'm really sorry to torpedo the show from what you like. Well, you always talk about things that I want to talk about, like like me and, and vaginas and my vagina and, and how you came out of my vagina. And that guy that was uh, hopefully never in my vagina, but he smells like it. Ugh. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so... But no, I'm 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 thrilled to be back. I missed everybody. I missed the audience. Um really really happy, really happy to be here tonight. And boy, did I bring a cool show and tell guitar for you later tonight. Here's your clue. What do you get when you combine a tiger with a bird? Stay tuned and find out later. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's the clue. Nice. Well, hey, let's let's say hello to all our friends over on Facebook. We're yeah. live on Facebook as well, Johnny Bean TV Facebook page, where uh-huh. if you'd like to help support the Facebook stars. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. And uh, yeah, we're live in the Van Halen 74 to Forever group, just under 63,000 members. EVH Gear Live page group, Johnny Bean TV group. Uh, everywhere all over the place nice Nice. all over the place and really quickly if uh, i was at i was talking to these guys before before we uh, we started if anybody if you use whatsapp you can actually contact us now using that phone number that you've always called and uh texted but do it through the whatsapp app and it's it's a much better it's just better for everybody all around so. Now that sounds dangerous. Make sure to add me to your contacts in WhatsApp. There you go. Yeah, my mother. My mother says uh, that's too dangerous, so I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> but I hope everyone else does. <laughs> even even that even that guitar sounds dangerous, John. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Mark. Mark has a good guess right there. Let's see. Uh, Tiger striped BC Rich Mockingbird. That's a good guess. Hip Metalworks says a frosted tiger striped BC Rich Mockingbird. Of course. I don't know. I don't know. It, it could be a lot of things. It could be uh, <laughs> could be Lynch, Lynch's Iron Bird. I don't know. It could be anything. But we'll yeah. find out later when I show it. Speaking hey, of show I'm, it, let, let me let me show off because I, I got these the other day, these beautiful, very, very cool. Um, and I haven't had hey, Brian. a chance, I haven't had a chance to wear them. Well, well, uh, before I show that off, let me let me start saying hi to everyone in the chat because I really missed you guys and gals. Uh, so let's let's start off. Let's see, let's say hi to R2R3 Locking Nut, Keith Campbell, uh, Thomas Santiago, Hip Metal Works, Chris Bevan, Magic Man. Christopher Live Sawa, um, Thomas Santiago, uh, Renus Pinkle, a lot of people uh, there. Kai Matthews, a lot of people pouring in. Thank you. Uh, Kentry 55 in the house. Janice, la, 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 la. We were singing your praises at the intro. Charlie S. Uh, 
Vista Light 1972, Drew SGS 60, uh, Leo, Sa- Leo Safko. Make sure I get that right this time. So yeah. I always screw up your name, and I don't know why, but you deserve better. So thank you so much. So Leo Safko got it right this time. Uh, let's see. Dan in New Jersey, JJ's House of Jams, Browns fan in the house, my buddy Music Therapy, Laz, who got a cool parakeet. Did you see the, the other parakeet? Wow. I've yeah. I've met that parakeet. Yeah, of uh, Maximus. Maximus. I've been over there, yeah. I have yeah, Max- not seen Maximus, Maximus awesome. until recently. I, I haven't been... Well, uh, well, well, we'll finish this. Let's see. Tube Supio. My girl, Sandra Picorni. Ah, Picorni. Ah, Picorni. Ah, Picorni. Me love you a long time. God, I missed that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tube Supio, Tim Thomas, uh, David Scher. Thank you, man. Let's see. Chuck Leggio, Black Salami, uh, <laughs> Sean Mahoney. Fret level midnight. I even miss black salami. Fret level midnight. Uh, <laughs> that says something. Uh, let's see. James G. Mark Dillon. How are you, brother? Uh, Renus Pinkle. I said already. Tim Thomas. Uh, Leo Safko. Worth saying twice because I say it the right way now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, looking through, looking through. Who else is in here? Uh, my girl, Erica Foreman. How are you? Uh, and Sophie, her beautiful wife. Danny's rocking metal in the house. Uh, let's see. Who else pouring in? False flag hosting the show. Murph Murphy. Hey, how are you doing? Murph Murphy. <laughs> Magic Man, Marky FX, uh, blah, blah, blah. Pascal Barrett. Hey, yeah, and Pascal, I got your, I got your, uh, I got it, man. I'll open this. Lindy Lynch, Lindy Lynch in the house. Hello, nurse Lindy. What's that? Well, Lindy's a nurse out here. Uh, let's see, uh, David Ennis. Austin LaFond, how are you? Uh, let's see who else. Nightbot in the a house. A ton of people in here today. Yeah, no, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to have <laughs> in the store. Here. Is there yeah, more people in, the in this chat than in the store? <laughs> Our Habs, uh, they're all in the store. We're broadcasting live yeah. from the store. Our Habs, Keith Campbell. Uh, let's see, David Ennis, all Dave, all night. Hugh Caldwell. I Jimmy Carr, Dave. Jimmy Carr, my package. Carr. My yeah, package. He, you want to he see my package? package? He all day, oh, all night. Oh. Sent a package for Laz, right, John oh, oh. And I've got it, and uh, oh, I'll, okay. I'll take I'll take it to Laz's and Maximus uh, next week. Nice, La- uh, Maximus will peck it open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually when I hear uh, I I got uh, I got your package, it's usually in a death grip with baby oil. Uh, Let's see. Uh, so Pascal, Vistalite, 1972, Old Devil Night. Is... AJ Ward on Facebook. AJ Ward on Facebook. How are you? Tim Thomas. Uh, Fret Level Midnight. I know I repeat names because I'm just flipping through. Han 36 Solo. 
Let's see. Who else? Who else in the roll call? I know Mama Mancuda is watching. I love you, Mom. I miss you. Ted Sanchez. Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> love that. Uh, Crazy Cook 678. Eduardo Morino Porto. One of my favorite names to say. What's funny is Janice says, by the way, I'm driving. So she's like, got her phone and she's driving away. <laughs> Be careful, Janice. Watch out. I drive in text in Grand Theft Auto, and it's a nightmare. <laughs> Linny Lou and Mary, of course. And, of course, speaking of Mary, I Swallow Come is here also. That's nice to see. Uh, Steve. Yeah, Keith Campbell, no rash talk. Stick around, brother. Stick around. It only gets worse. Lindy Lynch, L.A. You bet you are. I love LA. Let's see. Uh, and everyone else, everyone else in the chat, really welcome. Thank you for coming in. Take a second, leave a thumbs up because why not? It's free. So let me tell you about these cool and very cute uh, new pants I got because I was in shopping for wardrobe uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, for some scenes. And, you know, they take you with them. To, to shop for certain pieces of wardrobe in the store. Steve Carmichael, Medellinia, P.P. Burns, Austin LaFord, everyone, everyone in here. Uh, anyway, so they take you into, into stores to shop for wardrobe. I go with the stylist. Shout out to my girl, Katie. You're the best stylist in the world. And, um, and I happen to notice while I'm in the store, these really cute pants. And I, I'm always... I'm always, you know, walking around the house in my underwear and it gets cold and, you know, shrinkage and all that. So, um, you know, I want to scare the mailman. So I thought maybe I should get like some, you know, some like PJ pants or something to, you know, casually walk around the house and in these cooler winter months. Uh, so I got these and they're really cute. Let me just move this out of the way so I could show you guys because they're really cute. There you go. See? Aren't they cute? They're little what candy canes. Little candy. He's got canes. a tumor. They're cute, right? They're little candy canes, all little heart-shaped candy canes. You see that? You might want to have that tumor looked at. Where? What are you talking? Oh, this? Oh no, this this. No, no, no. This isn't a tumor. This is delicious bang energy drink. Delicious bang. Always at the right time. Delicious bang energy drink. Yum. Delicious. Today's flavor is purple haze, uh, which happened to uh, uh, keep my crotch uh, very grapey and tasty. Come, come take a look. So there you go. Uh, always, always the right drink at the right time in the right place. Casually, uh, bang energy drink. So yeah, and of course, I should probably wash this. Ice hey, cold. You're really gonna have shrinkage. Mm. Oh, delicious! Thank you, bang energy drink. Always the right drink for this show, as appropriate as I am. Thank you. There you go. Nice. So yeah, though, aren't they? Aren't these cute though? Aren't they? They're nice. I'm yeah. Good luck. They're little, uh, can little candy canes and little heart-shaped candy canes. Really, really cute. They're stretchy. Look at that. I'll stretch my dick out. <laughs> my mother right now is watching. Oh, no. Oh, John. Oh, please. Don't play with your Schwanson. I liked it better when the can was in there. 
I think you have your father's tiny wiener. <laughs> it didn't do much for me, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and today's T-shirt, by the way, is Dark Phoenix and the X-Men. Hey, kick ass. Kick, kick ass. Look at that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For my fellow comic book geeks out there. Girth Brooks Very wants to cool. know, does Bang Energy drink taste like jizz? No, of course it doesn't. But the good thing about delicious Bang Energy drink is there is nothing better after a blowjob to get that taste out of your mouth. So if you suck those dicks. Don't say anything. Oh, no, he just he turned his no. mic off. <laughs> John, your mic is off. <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> it's back go. on now yeah okay so did you hear my speech about jizz and bang energy drink yeah no it kind of it kind of cut it out right there we missed some of that oh well listen uh i was saying for those of you that give blowjobs delicious bang energy drink gets that swilly taste of tangy jizz out of your mouth better than anything delicious bang energy drink thank you bang what happened Thank to the you. other guy? Thank you, Leo. What, what other, other guy? guy? What other guy? He's on Thursdays now. What other guy? <laughs> He's probably asking about Paul. Or oh, Steve. He's asking about Paul. Oh, Paulie. Paulie wasn't doing good. So I don't know if he's going to pop in later. I don't no, know. no. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. He's, he's kind of 50-50 on it. <clears throat> So there you go. So we good? Is that it? That's the show, right? Right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Let's see. I did a penis joke, bang energy, Thank sang the corny song. You, you don't expect us to read that at the end of the show, do you? No. Jesus Christ. The, the, the print gets so tiny. I feel like a 90-year-old lo looking to read a billboard from 30 miles away. I can't read that. What the hell is that? Good God, man. I can't read Johnny's WhatsApp thing. WhatsApp. Yeah, the WhatsApp. WhatsApp. What's so, up? Johnny, what's the benefit of them using the WhatsApp? What is the WhatsApp thing, Johnny? What's, the what, benefit, is it, what is the, the benefit for the fans? You can use the, fans. the same phone number you've always been using. To call me, to text me, to send in pictures. But if you connect it, if you look me up through WhatsApp, you can save me as a contact. And it, it just it makes it so much easier. Oh. Well, so, there you go. There you go. 415-952-3263. So basically, Johnny will have your number forever and he can... He can drunk dial you in the middle of the night. <laughs> That'd be great. John, Johnny, Johnny will call you like three in the morning. You'll just get a call. Hey, this is Johnny B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you in the chat. Leo. Uh, I, I, uh, I why you, aren't Leo. you in, in, the, in the chat? I'm going live. Wait, what, what time is it? Johnny Bean. Johnny Bean TV. You didn't unsubscribe, did you? Did, did, did you subscribe Wait. to the channel? Uh, hello? It's, it's Johnny Bean. <laughs> Who? Uh, 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 Dave, Dave Crosby? Is that you? <laughs> hello? Hey, 
Johnny? Yes. That's, I wanted to be the first one to use WhatsApp. It's David Ennis. David Ennis. David Ennis on the line. Welcome, David. I use WhatsApp all the time. Right on, man. See? See how easy that is? Well, yeah. there it is. Boom, boom. There you are. Yep. That's right. Oh, there well, you are. Everyone have a nice night. Uh, get off here. I was getting right. off in the shower earlier. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, David Ennis. Thank you, David Ennis. Thanks, David. I'm sorry? Have you been able to use that tool set yet? You're asking no. about Johnny's tool? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I will I will use it on a um, on, a, on an set. upcoming episode. Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night on the string chain show. I will use okay. it. Okay. I'll talk to you later. All right. Have thank you, David. Good night, David. And thank you, the original Power Mutant. There we go. Thank you. There you go. So WhatsApp, Johnny, is apparently very easy to use to call yeah. into the show. It's super, super easy. Add me. Wow. Yeah. All you got to do is search that phone number in WhatsApp. Type in Johnny Bean TV. Save me as a contact. There you go. And when you call me now, I, I know who you are. It's, you know? it's going to be my mom. She's going she's gonna to call you every time she can't reach me on the phone. You know, Johnny, that woodpecker is causing a lot of problems. And I, I can't reach John, so I thought I'd see what you think of this. <laughs> yeah, hello? 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 Johnny? Hello? Yeah. My, I'm there telling you, you my, mom, my mom's going to be on the WhatsApp now. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's not going to let you go, brother. It's all good. Oh, is is Jason there? I like Jason the best. Johnny, can you give me Jason's number? Is he still married? Does he know I'm single? Jason. Hmm. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. So John, so you're gonna yes. go visit mom over the um Christmas holidays? Back in New York, I, I am. I am gonna. Um, I have. I have a little bit of uh, of of help. I have to do. I have to make sure there's there's no more pickup shots that they need um, because we we did a few the other day. But mm -hmm. um, so we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll see. But I, I will be. I will be going home for Christmas and doing the uh, the house transfer uh, with my buddy Carlos. When I go away, he gets he gets my house. So. He's he's always thrilled because he's like, all I want to do is watch TV. You have a big TV, you have a nice couch. I just wanna I just wanna enjoy your house while you're gone. So he 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 leaves his parents' house and he, he gets his own place. So I'm sure there's wild parties at my house while I'm uh, while I'm over at my mom's house in New York. Make sure he brings his own towel, right? Yeah, I, you want to laugh? He actually does. He yeah. actually does bring his own towels. He he comes yeah. in like he's like he's moving in permanently. He's got he's got two big things of luggage, you know, and uh, and he's like, I got nothing to do all day but watch TV. So I'll you know I'm there. Yeah, but look, I appreciate it because you know this way everything you know. God forbid, like a pipe bursts or something. There's there's someone here, so. That's the one thing when you had roommates, you know, when I was younger and the dudes would use your towels, be like, bro, come on. Yeah. And then you find that one stray pube and you're like, whose is this? 
I'm not, I'm not doing any more laundry until I find out who doesn't shave the nads. <laughs> I know it's not mine. Mine, mine, are, mine are as bald as a baby. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show it on New Year's <laughs> Eve. I'll show, I'll, show, uh, I'll show my nads to the audience. Yeah. So anyway, so, nads. so my, you know, Mama Coot is looking forward uh, to me uh, popping, popping down for a visit at some point. And, uh, you know, I, I talk to her, you know, all the time and she, she calls me the other day and she's like, you know, I have a real problem, John. I, I don't know how to solve this. I don't know what to do. I'm like, what? She's like, I, I pulled a muscle in my groin and I, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I pulled a muscle in my groin and I said, Ma, whose muscle is it? You know, I'm thinking maybe, you know, she's single now. I mean, I'm, I'm just worried about, yeah. Hi, Ellie. Yeah. So I, I don't know whose muscle she pulled into her groin, but uh, she's bragging about it all day. She keeps calling me up and eh, my groin hurts. It's someone's muscle. And I pulled a muscle in my groin. You know, and then the other night she calls me up. She was wrestling with uh, a tin of cream spinach. Now, I, the way I'm understanding it is it's a plastic, you know, tin uh, of, of cream spinach. And, you know, basically like, I guess, a foil bottom with a plastic top or maybe 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 it was a, a plastic bottom with a plastic top. But, you know, you peel it and it pops open. But for some reason, she couldn't open this. And hearing her talk about it on the phone, she was killing me. She was just killing me. She was like struggling. She's like, ah! I hear these effort noises like she's pulling a fucking tug of war rope. Ah! Yeah, I don't know what they did. This is like a child safety lock, but cream spinach. I don't understand. How do they make this? You know, well, I have to cut into this. Should I grab a knife? I'm very worried about it. what, you know, what if I take like a, a, a meat tenderizer and maybe start hitting it or something? Will it loosen it? What if I put it under water? Will it expand it like a jar? Should I try the jar opener on it? Should I try a pliers? Maybe a screwdriver and a mallet. I don't know. What should I do? But literally for for about a half hour while i'm talking with her she's wrestling with this thing of spinach and finally you just hear ah! i mean <laughs> mom are you okay are you all right i got it open I, I i thought someone murdered her god forbid i thought i thought literally someone snuck behind her you know and grabbed her by the throat ah! So congratulations, mom, on finally getting your spinach open. Uh, th these are the battles that, that you deal with when, uh, you know, when, when you're an only child, because it's just you. It's just you. Yeah. People, people like, yeah. oh, you're an only child. Were you spoiled? No, it's, it's just the responsibility of me to take these calls of how do I open this, this spinach or how do I open this jar of gefilte fish or, you know. I don't know. The, the window won't open. What do I do? You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there. Yeah. You're the man of the house. No, I'm the man of the house. All right. Yeah. If I, yeah. I, I should fly in her, in her world. Is there any way you could fly out for the weekend and open the spinach? I really want it. <laughs> yeah. So I love my mom though. There she is in the wonder bug with her nemesis, the woodpecker. 
that attacks uh, attacks her house. I love my mom though, so I miss her. Anyway, so what did I miss while I was gone? Tell me, uh, tell me what I was what I missed. <laughs> Lindy Lynch, I'd like to make your taco. <laughs> go go ahead. Well, we talked a little bit about uh, Mufkin oh, being nominated about? for a, uh, a Grammy, a Mammy, yeah. best I best, best rock, rock song. song. That's what my mom gives out the Mammy Awards. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, my awards for the bands I like. <laughs> None of them you talk about on your silly show, John. Uh, he's up against Paul McCartney. And the Foo Fighters. Oh. And he's up against, uh, what were the other bands on there? Weezer. Oh, oh yeah, Weezer. Weezer. Kings of Leon. Oh, yeah. oh they're good. Royalty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, speaking of Paul McCartney, we, we talked a lot about the Beatles, about Get Back. You know, I, I, I haven't watched that yet i haven't found six and a half hours of my time to devote to them i know you know you know when when i when i film stuff i don't watch tv all i do is just you know read script read script read script and beat my lines to death and then now like today was the first day uh that i started watching a little tv and i watched uh, wheel of time i started going on that series which is very good from the first episode Hmm. I haven't heard of that one. It's it's a new one. It's it's you know like a Game of Thrones kind of thing. Uh, I think I have the title right. I think I think it's called Wheel of Time. Um, but it but it's it's very cool. I mean, so far I only watched one episode. You know, but it's like I mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know anything about you know I haven't I haven't watched news I haven't watched uh, you know I haven't watched uh, a lot about music news. I really I just I just you know I, I went to set. You work 12 hours, 14 hours, 16 hours, then you eat and you, and you go to sleep, you know? So it's like, I, I haven't watched anything yet. I'm looking forward. There's, there's a new F is for family, which I'm really addicted to. I want to watch that. My friend uh, is on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned does one Phil, of the voices. Phil Hendry. Phil Hendry great, does. Great does series. Bill that, Burr. A couple of voices. Yeah. Really great. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Mike Nee says, Bob, yeah, Bob Dole passed away. I heard that. Uh, mm-hmm. True American hero. Uh, and speaking of, uh, let's see, Bob was the first person to do a Viagra commercial, Mike Nee says. Speaking of Viagra, delicious bang energy drink. Did I mention that? It so, works yeah. just about the same. It really does. It, it puts lead mm-hmm. in my pants, I'll tell you that. So, yeah, rest in peace, Bob Dole. Um, and I found out today, um, I found out today, sadly, uh, for those for those of you comic book fans, if any of you ever read a comic book with art by George Perez, um, who in my mind is one of the one of the greatest comic book artists out there, uh, he did New Teen Titans, he did uh, Justice League, Avengers, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, he worked for both Marvel and DC and a bunch of independent companies. He announced today publicly that uh, that he has. Uh, uh, stage three um uh stage three cancer of the pancreas and um and Mm -hmm. it's sad because he's opted not to go through treatments rather he uh instead wants to just enjoy out 
his uh, his approximately six months left to live. So um, mm. he's always he's always been like the kindest guy in the world to fans. And uh, if you're a comic book fan, he basically says, I want to make one more public appearance just to give out hugs and say thank you to the fans and mm-hmm. uh, and sign autographs because he's he's blind in one eye now also. Um, hmm. So just a, a, a huge shout out to anyone who is a fan of George Perez in uh, in the comic book world. Sad day, uh, true class act. And uh, one of my personal favorite artists and people. So uh, mm-hmm. big tribute to uh, to George Perez. Let's see. Other TV that uh, I've started watching. Uh, I want to watch Hawkeye. I haven't started watching that yet. Uh, that's another one I want to dive into. Um, there's, there's just a bunch of stuff. There's, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff on TV. I just, I just want to like sit down and veg out. And of course, all the Christmas stuff. You know, I love mm. all the Christmas specials and all the classic stuff. Mm. Uh, you know, all the, um, uh, you know, typical Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Year Without a Santa Claus, Frosty the Snowman, Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, Charlie Brown Hanukkah, you know. You got a, you got a menorah <laughs> with five candles, you schmuck, you putz, you blockhead. Um, and happy, happy, happy belated, uh, Hanukkah to all my fellow Jews out there. Let's see. Um, yeah. uh, Speaking of vacation, Christmas vacation, which I have. Yeah. And die hard. You you know, it's not, it's not Christmas until, uh, the guy falls off the roof in die hard. Then it's, then it's Christmas. It's like, it's like Jesus being born. Speaking of of uh, of the, the comic books, did did you go? Or I'm sure you're aware of uh, there was a Comic Con. There was uh, there was L A. Comic L A. Comic Con this past weekend, and uh, mm-hmm. I did not go. Normally, I would, uh, especially to a local con. I just had to I just had to finish stuff out, um, so I really didn't have time. But now, you know. Here I am. Now I have the time to enjoy Christmas and whatever. You know, it sucks, though. It's like, you know, there's certain things on Christmas you want to do, like, you know, with someone you really care about. And I'm not dating anyone right now. Um, You know, so it's like, you know, I went out with like, uh, you know, two friends to dinner, you know, pretty girls. And it's like it's it's kind of nice to walk around with with two pretty girls. Um, But, you know, they're not girlfriends or anything. So it's like. I don't know. You know, it's, it's kind of that little holiday empty feeling and, you know, you don't think about it. Um, but I just want to give, you know, a little shout out to anyone out there that, you know, gets a little down on the holidays because it is a time of friends and family and relationships and, you know, doing special things with special people and not everyone has special people in their lives. You know, I mean, I have good friends. I have, you know, some family, um, I'll go see my mom. I'll go to, uh, my buddy, uh, Mike's house. Who's like a second family to me. And, uh, you know, I'll spend, you know, Christmas Eve there and whatnot, but, um, you know, it, it's, you know, it's a time. A lot of people are just lonely, extra lonely because they see, you know, all sorts of couples and stuff going on there. So, you know, look, 
check in on your friends. Check in. Make sure everyone's okay. Give a little love. Spread a little love. Spread a little kindness. And, you know, to your friends that you know don't have anyone special. And invite people over. You know, as as we get into the holidays, you know, there's Christmas dinners and this stuff. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, lose relatives. A lot of people get depressed. Invite them over for dinner. Invite them over for Christmas. Invite them over Mm -hmm. for you know, Christmas Eve dinner, you know, night of the seven fishes and, you know, um, you know, whatever you do and going out caroling, going out, looking at Christmas lights, invite some of your friends, you know, check right, in right. on the people that don't, you know, necessarily have that big family and, and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. But I mean, look, that- I'm, I'm into the holiday spirit. I mean, I'm really into the holiday spirit. I love Christmas. You know, right. you know, Medellini mm-hmm. A lost lost his mom. I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's you know, it's rough. It's very rough because you yeah. miss everyone. You miss people. You know, I I miss uh, you know I miss my dad and I miss uh, you know other other friends and relatives that I've lost. You think about people during the holidays, you know, you get nostalgic for, you know, those ex-girlfriends or boyfriends or, you know, whatever, because, you know, you remember those good times and, you know, they're not there anymore. So, you know, check in and, and, and spread some love this Christmas is all I'm saying. As we get into these holiday parties and looking at Christmas lights, do things with your friends, give calls, check in on people, spread a little love. That's all. Just saying. Yeah, and be nice. Be nice. Be nice to people. Definitely. Especially especially me. Try not Not to road rage. Not be mean to me. Yeah, don't be mean to Johnny. I mean, for God's (laughs) sakes, look at him. That that, that beautiful baby face. Why would you be mean to the guy? Yeah. Look at that. Spotlight yourself, Johnny. Uh Let's see that face. Isolate. Uh, We're starting to get um, more normal now that we're seeing him without the beard for about a month now. That's the he's like the Gerber baby. Look how cute he is. He's like he's like (laughs) 90 years younger. I really am 29. Nobody believes me. Exactly. Every year I turn 29, man. It's the truth. Stream yard. I'm telling you. (laughs) Guys, I had a real Spinal Tap Stonehenge moment down here at the store. Well, you let's guys hear want it. to see what happened to me real quick. Yeah, you, uh, ordered, you ordered the, the you ordered the big double ended dildo, and they delivered the micro pieces. Okay, <laughs> and and guys are sending me pics, you know, and and Dick I'm thinking, pics? okay, I can send out little bumper stickers to people, <laughs> and uh, we ordered stickers, and we were all happy. We got stickers coming. They came today. Holy shit. <laughs> that's that's like a guitar logo. Wow. Jesus Christ. Wait a minute. How big? That's like a postage stamp. That's, yeah. a, that's not even as big as a postage stamp. You can't even. <laughs> yeah. Stonehenge. That's you have like 10,000 of those? I have 120 of them. For real? Oh, that's not... Well, then they're collectibles. Oh, they're collectible. If you if you hey. add a hundred of them up, they equal one sticker. Put them on hey. bumper stickers; no one will notice. We could give some of those away. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, you use that to cover up a pimple or something. It's you know what? I thought it would be kind of fun to do. Is I don't know. Smash a guitar live on something. the air. You, cover you a Kiesel logo. On, you can stick them on the back of a, a headstock if you 
wanted to ruin somebody's guitar. You should do Dude. that on every guitar you have. Yeah. That's I what know. I was going to say. Dane, you should be doing that anyway to your guitars. Just yeah. to piss people off? No, no just what? to advertise your store. No, yeah, they know, I know, So right? people they know where they got that. Because, because if, if they go in the, and they trade oh, that guitar into somebody else, they'll know it came from your place. <laughs> That's a bag of 10,000, Johnny. Them. Johnny, look at that. That's a bag of 10,000. <laughs> We've reordered like them. Proof of purchase directed. seals. You send in, you send in twenty of them. You get a full size sticker. <laughs> Stupid. Jesus Christ! I can't believe That's you did great. that. I ordered yeah. condoms the same way. I ordered the magnums, and they sent me the micros. Unfortunately, the micros fit better. <laughs> We're still too big. <laughs> yeah, the micros still slide off. That's great, Dane. You should put those on passing moths that come out of my wallet. Well, we thought if, you know, if I ship a pedal or something, we can throw one in the box. I don't know what we'll do. Put one them. on we'll every guitar them. pick you sell. Yeah. Jesus. Put it on mm -hmm. the outside of a pack of strings or something. Wow. Yeah, dude, you, he, he, Zim's, you're joking around, but that is what you should be doing. The back of the headstock, huh? Yeah, all of that. All of that. Put them in guitars. the strings. Hey, welcome. Uh. Hey, I'm I'm getting more more people adding me to, to WhatsApp. So thank you. Oh, and hey, cool. Jeff Seals. Jeff Seals watching from the Van Halen 1974 to Forever Group. Good to see you, man. Jeff Seals, Christmas Seals. Good to see you. Thank you so much for, for watching. Uh, Dane, you should put uh one of those stickers on every lima bean you come across. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come across lima beans very often, but you also yeah. don't come across full-size stickers very often. Look at that. <laughs> You could put one on each tooth. Those things are so tiny. <laughs> Just to advertise, I'm going to put one on my schmeckle. <laughs> speaking, speaking of schmeckle, I, I went out to dinner last night. I get a call from a, a friend of mine who's uh, very, very, very well known in the music industry. And, uh, and he says, hey, Mancuda, you know, you, you want to have a treat? I said, uh, is this going to cost me money? And what's her name? And, uh, and he says, no, 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 you, you, you got to come out tonight. I'm, uh, I'm going out with a friend and you should meet him. I said, okay. Uh, you know, what's his name? And he's like, Max. I'm like, Max. I said, which Max? He's like, uh, Peter Max Baronet. D does that sound familiar to anybody? Does anybody know who that is in the chat? I'll give it a second. Say it again. Peter Max Baronet. Does anybody in the chat know who that is? He's a legend in the guitar industry. Is that that's not a real picture? <clears throat> There's a reason. There's a reason that he's legendary. Does anybody know? Has to do something with Guns N' Roses. What's his name again? Peter Max Baronet. People are questioning in the chat. Hmm. Hmm. 
What was that? Um, okay, I googled, so I'm I'm seeing uh... Tube Supio has it right. Can't try fifty five. Got it. He is the builder of mm -hmm. the Max guitar that slashed use on the Appetite for Destruction album. The Max okay. says all. That is correct. Yes, Fret Level Midnight. Yes, he built the Les Paul copy that Slash played. And not to be confused with Chris Derrick, because Chris Derrick also uh, built two Les Pauls that Slash used uh, at that time in videos and on tours. But the first guitar he got that he did not have to record anything with tone, he got from... Uh, it was a Max. It was a Max Les Paul from Peter Baronet. I have a Chris. Der Chris Derrick died. Yeah. Chris Derrick died. So there were there were basically four Les Pauls in total. There were two Max Les Pauls and two Derrick Les Pauls. Both of them replicas of vintage fifty nines. So mm -hmm. Slash came over. Uh, basically lived behind him and came over and said, Hey, I really need a guitar. I really need something with, with a tone. And he borrowed his guitar, his own guitar, Max's own guitar, the Max Les Paul. And this guitar is so unique and specific. The wood, the burl on the flame top had just as an act of nature this little skull and crossbones in a top hat. You know that image that Slash always signs his autograph? Yeah. It looks like a skull with the top hat. That is where that came from. If you look at the top of the wood, uh, he basically, um, he has in the wood that design, you know, just, it just happened to be there. It wasn't, you know, it's something in the that grain. Was, it's in the yeah. grain. You look uh -huh. at it. I looked at it last night and I was like, wow, that's incredible how that, how that is. Um, but he basically borrowed that guitar from him and then wanted to buy it. And um, let's see. Might be, I'm not sure which Might one it is in that photo. Uh, slash grip yeah, one of the three highly blah 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 let's pull yeah. replicas that he has used over the years right one is a max and two are derricks hmm. the hunter one was lost to a pawn shop there is there is a okay the max yeah, and, the and max and one the max one was used during the recording of appetite for destruction yeah, there's there's all three of those. So let's see. Uh, and he did everything he could do to get parts from actual 1959s. So like the tailpiece and sometimes the pots. Actually, actually, what's interesting is split. when he bought that guitar from Max, and what happened is it had 59 parts that he didn't want. He replaced them with uh with demarzio uh not demarzio um uh duncan's with c Duncan's. yeah <laughs> yeah with vinum <laughs> custom pickups he should have he'd get a he'd get a really good tone out of that 
The the Chris Derrick guitars, which there are two of them, are the ones you see in the music videos and on the first tours. And, he, and I'm sure he used that as well on Appetite, but the first one that he used in the recording of Appetite was uh, one of the Max guitars. Johnny, scroll up a little bit on that image. Uh, the other way, I'm sorry. Scroll down, rather. My bad. My bad, the words? my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. The one wrist says slash used on the tail end of Appetite. Uh, so from the, the one session at tail end of the guitar on the right was built by Max, correct? The instrument on the left is purportedly slashes set. Yeah, there you go. So the one on the right is the first one he got to record, um, on appetite. The, the, the Derrick, what the first Derrick he got was the first one he got uh, to record was, uh, I'm sorry, the second one he got to record the tail end of Appetite. And which one out of those three has the grain that kind of looks like the Les Paul or what the uh, top hat and cross? Uh, Johnny, what, what does it say? The far right one is the is the Max? The guitar on the right was built by Peter Max. Okay, that's the, the that's the one that's the one the one on the right. So just under the bridge, you can't really see it in that photo, but he showed me a zoom in of the wood grain, and and what it is, it was his guitar, and Slash just borrowed it, and then he said, "Oh my God, I gotta have this guitar. Please sell it to me. Please sell it to me." So he sold it to him, and he sold it to him at the time for twenty five hundred dollars. And the, the 50s parts back, because Slash didn't want the 50s parts. He liked the sound of Duncan's. So he got back the 50s parts and $2,500 for that guitar. And that's the first one that was used on Appetite for a good chunk of the recording. And on the right, just under the tailpiece, you can't really see it in that photo. But if you hold it against the light... And I saw it up close in a zoom in. You can see it's a crazy image in the wood of a skull and crossbones with the top hat. And that's where Slash came up with that uh, that design. Wow. And now those guitars, I mean, Slash is, of course, a priceless, but your average, you know, max guitar of that quality would run you about $60,000 if he was to make you one uh, of that level of quality today. And it's really funny because, um, you know, Slash is credited with, you know, as a, as a, you know, as an endorsee of Les Paul's of Gibson's, but none of those three guitars from the first recording or the first <laughs> tours were actual Gibsons. They, you know, they, they were the, they were the, the two Derrick's and the Max. And there was another Max, uh, the Hunter that, that he bought as well, uh, afterwards. And he lost that. I don't know exactly how that happened, but he lost that to a pawn shop and that, that was gone. He never got it back. Hmm. But he said Slash basically came up to him. He says, look, I need something for tone. I don't have a guitar that's given me the right tone. And that's how he got the Max. Because 
they lived in a in a in a place right behind him and he always saw them he said they they looked like homeless guys going through the alley between the two houses but you know he knew them and uh and he knew max you know built les paul replicas and then the derrig uh i believe his manager uh got and saw and saw him yeah, Toop Supio says, I want to see Blue Rhino in my wood grain. I want to see Blue Rhino in, in the wood grain, too. I wish I, I wish I could make that happen. Be a sign from the heavens. Yeah, right? But how how crazy is that? So, you know, so we, we were sitting there at dinner uh, talking about all that. And he still, you know, he still sells guitars to Slash. You know, he still makes guitars for Slash and... Um, you know, Slash has you know probably about like 200 Les Pauls or something between, uh, you know, the Maxes, the the Derrigs, and actual Gibsons. But it's very funny. You, you all knew about the Derrigs, and those often get mistaken as, hey, he did all the recording on a Derrig. No, he did some of the recording on a Derrig Les Paul, and he did a larger chunk of it on the Max. And that those three wow. are are the big guitars that he still uses to this day for recording. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I thought that was really neat, you know. And uh, so you know, my friend, you know, called me up and uh, and thank you for that uh, dinner invite because that was a uh, that was a very very cool dinner. And uh, and we were we were also talking about uh, ironically we're we're all friends with uh, Ron Jeremy who, you know, as you know, is under, you know, 32 counts of, uh, of, um, you know, various, various sexual, uh, crime, uh, incitements. And we, we saw the picture. We, 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 on Saturday night, we, did, did you see it? The, the court picture, the recent court yeah. picture where he's got the gray hair. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what brought it up, but bring it up for the audience. Yeah. If you could. <clears throat> And anyway, one one of us uh, visited Ron and basically tried tried to get a hold of him. It wasn't me, but uh, but he said he he went to jail and he went to see Ron. And there's a guy walking out that was his attorney, and it's his third attorney and his third attorney that he fired because he doesn't want to spend any money because he he says I'm innocent. There's no reason I should spend a penny. But but the crazy thing is, you know, innocent or not, you know, Ron, <laughs> you're in jail. You're eating, you know, crappy bologna sandwiches and you're just rotting in jail waiting for your court case. You have 32 counts against you. For fuck's sakes, pay the goddamn lawyer. You know, he's he's got a lot. Look, it's like fucking Santa Claus with a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> Got a surprise in his package. Yeah, I know. Oh, 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 oh. wait till I show you my Yule log. Oh, oh, oh. Santa's gonna sling his sack over his shoulder. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. yeah, oh, he you went great. You better not cry, better not pout, or he'll shoot it in your eye. Santa Claus is he didn't coming go gray. in your mouth. He's, he's, he's been gray, he's been gray for decades. He's that's, making that's a fist, just not, he's just not pumping it twice. Santa's North Pole is hard like ice. Santa Claus oh is gosh. coming in your mouth. 
He sees you when you're sleeping and when you masturbate. Yeah. Listen, I, I, you know, Ron usually colors his hair, so he's not usually gray. He doesn't usually have that kind of cotton candy, fluffy beard. You know, no. I saw no, yeah, him he, at the Rainbow Room probably three or four years ago. No, he, he was always at like the Rainbow. He was recognizable. You, you always saw him and CC Deville at the Rainbow. Uh, yeah. Anytime I'd go in there, he'd be at a specific table, and and he never yeah. carried a fucking wallet. Because everyone always wanted to buy the guy dinner. So they'd buy him a pizza and they'd, they'd talk to him and, and take photos uh-huh. with him and stuff. You know, but, the, but the, yeah, Hellstorm says, when I'm, I'm, saw, sure, when I I'm saw sure that's him, not all he's eating. When I saw him, I was with a group of people and there was three or four girls. And I'm like, hey, look, it's Ron Jeremy. And they're like, shh, be quiet. And they were, Ron, these girls were like afraid to like let him see. No, Ron, Ron is always hanging out with gorgeous, gorgeous girls. I mean, right yeah, now he's girl, hanging out with wow. gorgeous, gorgeous guys dressed as gorgeous girls in prison. But, you know, you know, my friend dropped by there to try to talk some sense into him. And uh, the lawyer said, no, you know, he's going on his fourth lawyer because he doesn't want to spend a penny in his defense because he feels he's innocent. And, and it's like, dude. Look, I've hung out with the guy. I I understand that a lot of people, you know, feel a certain way when they hang out with them. They grope him and, you know, uh, you know, everyone wants to take a photo with them and girls flash the tits at him. So he's used to a certain a certain thing. Now, of course, look, consent is consent. And, you know, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. But with all of this said, present your case in court. And let, you know, let the jury judge what's right and what's wrong. Spend the fucking money on a lawyer, for God's sakes. Does he have money? Ron has loads of money. He has no okay. heirs. He has, he has you know, multiple residents. He's, he's got plenty of money. He has no fucking expenses. He, he's sitting on money. And, and he's just being really, really cheap. And, and, and the guy needs a fucking lawyer. Because he's yeah. if he gets charged on all those counts, he's gonna go away for life. Yeah, I mean that's thirty two counts. Would would you say he had a uh, charmed Dick, yeah. life throughout the years, or was it kind of a struggle for him? Well, he was a, he was a teacher at one point. Uh huh. He was literally a teacher until one of his students happened to notice. No. No, Bozik, I, I do know he didn't put it up his nose like a lot of porn stars. I knew the guy. I hung out with the guy. I, I, I've gone to parties with him. I, I know where he lives. He lives down the block from me. So, no, I, I know he has money. I personally know he has money. Uh, but I also know he's he's literally, uh, and he he's the only one of my tribe that has a monster cock. Because the rest of us, the rest of us are hung like raisins. <laughs> It is pretty amazing. Yeah. No, and, and and look, I know that, you know, he has groped women, but women have groped him too. It, it's kind of, you know, been a thing with him all, all his uh, all his career. Uh, but, you know, like I said, let the courts decide what's right, what's right, and what's wrong is wrong. But for fuck's sake, put up a, a goddamn defense, you know? Maybe yeah. he's hiding. Maybe he's maybe he's staying in jail to to 
stay, stay safe from did it start way. with like stay one safe from what did it start from with what? one person and then everybody else joined the club against yeah, him? Yeah, it, 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 it snowballed. It just snowballed. It, you know what? Yeah, it, it happened during the time of, you know, when the Me Too movement first started coming out with that, that scumbag uh, fucking producer. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, who, who's the, 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 the actual? Well, yeah, Weinstein. Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey. who is a piece of shit. Uh, so, yeah, it, it started with, with that. And, you know, look you know, cases came up and others and, you know, it's, it's a gray area with him because, you know, he's, you know, he's always been around women that have exchanged gropes with him. But I know certain people that literally are just looking to, you know, get settlements or whatever. Um, and look, there may be others that have been actually wronged. So I'm not I'm not going to defend or or not defend him. Like I said, let let the judgment of the courts be what they are, and and let the evidence come out and whatnot. What I am saying though is, for fuck's sakes, I know uh, anyone worth their salt that has the money should not basically say, well, on principle, I'm not going to defend myself uh, with a with a good lawyer. <clears throat> Fucking hell, I'm going to find a lawyer that is of my tribe named uh, uh, Schmeckelwitz, Bogberg, and Goldstein, Goldsteinwitz, and yeah. I, I'm going to find the most Jewish lawyer, probably in my own family, uh, to defend. That's the guy right there. <laughs> he needs a GoFundMe account to get a lawyer. Uh, my name's Crosby Steen. Crosby Steen. 32 uh, cases. The amount of Crosby of Steen, Still, Stillzewitz, and uh, and Nashburg, <laughs> Crapstein. Yeah, <laughs> suck my dick and Steen. I hate that guy, David fucking Crosby. But uh, <laughs> no, look. Uh, as far as Ron goes, uh, it's it's mind blowing that uh, that he's not he's not spending a, a shekel. I don't know what he's thinking. It looks like he's sitting in a wheelchair. And Medellinier, it's not that he can't get the public court defender, but you don't get a public court defender when you're a high profile public figure with 32 counts that could put you away for life. And you have the money to spend on really good legal teams. You just don't do that. <laughs> I like Tube Supio, the Mahedgecock. <laughs> you know you, you just don't do that you don't be stupid you know nope. if you have the money what, what are you going to do with it you're not saving it for your kids it's you know you, you have no heirs he go, might be go get a good huh he's sitting in a wheelchair Every, everyone sits in a wheelchair I, i've never seen bill bill cosby fucking who, who is guilty as sin uh, you know, he came out, you know, from being super healthy and I'm playing volleyball and playing tennis today. And to the next day, he's in a walker. Where am I? Can I can't see. Lord, is that you coming to take me away? I mean, fucking everyone suddenly in a wheelchair and sick and blind and incapacitated when uh, when they're in a courtroom fighting for their freedom. Fucking Harvey cocksucker Weinstein fucking was 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 all of a sudden in, invalid and you yeah, know he was out jogging one day yeah. and then the next day he's on a walker. 
Yeah, fucking, you know, even even Mary was <laughs> racing past him in a wheelchair like a, like a fucking NASCAR <laughs> driver. She, she just drove right by him, whipping through the wheelchair, and she's like, who's that old guy? <laughs> yeah, and, and Hellstorm, as far as Ron being guilty or not, uh, I mean, Cosby basically dr- drugged women, okay? So there there's... There's, there's no, no excuse there. Ron is accused of inappropriate groping and blah, blah, blah. And I've been with him watching some of these scenes unfold where girls walk up to him and grab his cock and say, can I have a photo? And he grabs them back. The, the problem is, and this a lot of times happened upstairs at the Rainbow. But look, devil's advocate for the girls, I wasn't there every time. And sometimes there may very well have been inappropriate touching. So I'm not going to defend him either. But I will say I've been there with him watching how the public treats him. And more often than not, girls want that photo grabbing his cock or his hand down their shirt or they require. It mm. in a lot of cases if, but like i said i'm not there for all of them so if he did touch anyone inappropriately that is wrong that is not consensual and then you know there's that third factor of some people are just looking for a payout and i'm sure some of those people that you know i have seen him with are probably in that crowd as well yeah they did you know? a movie with him and then they they're like hey i you know i did a movie with him and you know probably could try to get some money out of the guy now that I'm broke and, you know, living in Vegas on the streets. And so. No, like I said, I, I don't want to defend him or not. Um, because again, I, I will defend him in some cases because I've been there witnessing it. And yeah. in some, I won't because I'm not, I wasn't with him all the time. I was only with him a few times, but the, the few times I have, I know what goes on and um, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's something that let the evidence prove itself one way or the other and, you know, let it go that way. How would you even judge a case that has 32 counts against you? That seems like you'd have to go to court 32 different times. Do they just lump them all together? That seems weird. I, I like Can't Drive 55's idea. Wouldn't it be funny if someone made a porn parody of Ron's trial? I could just see the judge <laughs> banging a big cock on the, you know, order, order, order. Odor, odor. The first the first <laughs> witness. I'm here. Are you here to give an oral deposition? Yes, your honor. I'm here to give an oral deposition. Oh, you know, and then, you know, there's a gang bang in the jury of 12. Can you handle 12 angry cocks? Uh, you know, I'm, I mean, it could be a very funny uh, uh, parody, but look, you know, you the should sad start part writing is, the script right now, John, write the script. I, I, I listen, the, the gears are turning. The gears are <laughs> I can, turning. I, I can see that. I have free time right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, but like I said, it's um, look, he's, he's a public figure. And, and he's an enigma, uh, not an enigma. He's an enigma uh, because, um, you know, he's he's a mix of porn star and, you know, public figure that laughs at himself, you know. So it's like it, it, it's it's kind of, you know, it's kind it's kind of crazy, you know. Yeah, because he didn't do just porn. He moved on to 
you know, celebrity Jeopardy. He did other celebrity. kind of things. Like that, he's, he? got, he's got all sorts of reality shows and appearances yeah. and other things. And, you know, um, yeah, a hung jury. So, exactly. Kid <laughs> <laughs> Campbell says he's got to be doing a hard time. You bet he is. Maybe he's in there making movies. You never know. You know? Blanket Party 5 is in the works, and we don't even know it. Maybe this is just a Slammer. cash grab. Slammer yeah. and the slammer. Ew. I don't know. Look, all I all I know is uh I, I'd really I'd really like to write that script, boys and girls. <laughs> you know, you just you just see the 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 bailiff is a girl and she's she's you know about to handcuff him and he's like, How about I handcuff you? Oh, you know, I'll show you how to use that nightstick. <laughs> oh ron just just you know defend yourself or don't man just do something the micro pigment studio thank you yes good to see you yeah g bushnoff says it might be a documentary for netflix hey listen they're, Could they're, be. they're, they're nuts, screaming nuts for flicks. content it's in the works the screaming con uh, the the streaming content uh you know they're screaming for content mhm yeah who knows yeah i i just i i was just surprised cuz he said look i i met his third lawyer his third lawyer says i'm now no longer his lawyer he doesn't want to pay it's like wow okay you know innocent or not Dude, what pay, would pay be the bill man. on something like that? I know you oh, get, would have to guess, but no, look, a, a, a really great lawyer, you know, you're, uh -huh. you've got to be paying like, I don't know, 1200, 1300 an hour at least, yeah. you know, for, for really, I mean, listen, I, if, if I was Ron and I had his money and that was, you know, that was my, uh, my, my lot in life, believe me, I would absolutely be. Uh, I, I it's going to cost a million dollars. It's going to yeah, cost I, a million dollars. Yeah. Well, he's got the money. He's got the money. I, I like I said, I would be <laughs> sixty nine thousand dollars is the bill. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any other way I can pay my legal fee? Well, <laughs> the lawyer team of Bindem, Bendem, and Bangum is at your service. <laughs> What if he gets a female judge? A super hot female. I want to see you in my chambers, Mr. Jeremy. <laughs> Bailiff, bring the prisoner to my chambers. It'll be Marilyn Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Keith Campbell says he'll have to pay by the inch. Yikes. Nine yeah. inches. Oh uh, no, that that guy's like my arm. I think. Yeah, listen. Whatever the legal fee is, I mean, you know, if if you're if you're gonna spend, you can't spend money in jail. You can't do it very well. You know. Mm -hmm. Even if you get most of the charges dismissed and you have to serve out some time, at least you know. At least, you know, 
do your time and and whatever. But Jesus, mm-hmm. dude, don't 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 play principal right now. Is is he in like like an actual jail, or is he like? Does he get like privileges? Privileges? I can't even talk. Like, is he like? You know what I mean? Like, he like, he gets he, a bologna he... sandwich, which is what uh, his cellmate uh, got from him the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a bologna sandwich. Here's my bologna. You're the bread. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, man. I would I would not fuck around with that. <laughs> Sixty nine hours of community service. Oh my gosh. Ron, Ron's on the side of the road. You know how they have those 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 things picking up uh, uh garbage yeah. on the side of the road. Ron Ron'll be in just a G string with an orange vest, but using his cock as the garbage <laughs> poker. <laughs> Is he uh HIV positive? I don't know if you would know that, but not to my knowledge, at least not not public knowledge. Um I mean you have to remember something about about that industry. It's very regulated. You know, a lot, a lot of, you know, at least, you know, mo- most of the, the, the porn stars that I am friendly with, uh, always tell me the same thing that it, it is very regulated that they're regularly tested, uh, for diseases, you know, before they shoot with partners nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so what about back the, I mean, then though? Yeah, he was, he was doing it in was but, it the late seventies or was it the mid eighties? I, I think or? he was doing it in the time of Nefertiti. I mean, he, even, even, even Mary remembers uh, back in the days of Egypt where Early 70s? Uh, yeah, he got his, he got his cock caught in a sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> Cockamus Maximus in the age of Rome. And yeah, no, I, I don't even know how old Ron is. He's, he's kind of a mortal. I think I think I think vaginal juices keep you that young. It certainly keeps his skin clear. I'll tell you that much. But no, they 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 do test uh, on films. I would imagine it's like you know when I have to shoot films, not porn. Oh, John, are you in porn? No, mom, no. There's there's not uh, root off the uh, the tiny dicked reindeer that I'd be starring in. Um, no, uh, he's, he's sixty eight. Yeah, I I know for uh, the. I know for the current virus going around that we are tested. Uh, if you if you've gotten if you've gotten the the jab, you you get tested uh, like every other day, and if you have not, you get tested every day, um, or you're not allowed at all on sets. Period. So I mean, you know, I would imagine they have similar regulations, if not more strict, for uh, for sexual diseases on uh, on sets. Johnny, do you see the date of his first movie? Uh, what is that date? Uh, 69? 1970, 1973. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, if he's 68. I see 1979. Would, oh, wow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 1979 to 2018. 79, he started that late? I thought he was like mm-hmm. in, uh, earlier than that. No, that's what it says on uh-huh. Wikipedia. I mean, that's no. got to be true. Look up on Dickopedia. That's probably more accurate. Yuckopedia. D- d- Wikipenius. Wikipenis. <laughs> Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, that's a lot of years of working. Mm. Working it. Hey, if, it, if it's it. a job you enjoy, I mean, what do you say? <laughs> I mean, going to work for him was, it wasn't really like going to work. For you? Wait a minute. 
I go, I go to jerk every morning. <laughs> it's, 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 I work, I work the if, pole every morning. If you have a job you love, it's not really going to work. <laughs> yeah. And some of the women that he was with, I mean, what was the biggest porn star that he was ever with as far as popularity? Uh, Probably, probably, I mean, he was with Tracy Lords, he was with Christy Canyon. Um, uh, I don't know if he was with Jenna Jameson or not. I mean, he's probably been with everybody because even though he's not like in his prime, even as a joke, they've put him in just about everything, you know. I remember uh, Christy Canyon was telling me, uh, and I know Christy, um, not her real name, and um, and and she told me that, uh, like, you know, one of her first gigs, Ron was like, "I want to fuck Christy," and and she's like, "Oh boy," <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he's he's not a pretty guy, you know. Uh-uh. He's all hairy and everything. Uh, Madeline A says, uh, Jenna, Jenna Jameson did 95% girl on girl porn. So probably not Jenna Jameson. Good for her. Yeah. I've, I've also done, uh, 95% girl on girl. <laughs> it's actually been a hundred percent, but you know, just want to make sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, just, Real quick, uh, for, for whoever just asked about George Perez, Medellini A said uh, he's got, uh, he announced today he has a stage three pancreatic cancer, inoperable. He's not going to try to treat it and he's just going to let the disease take him. So um, there you go. Re- you know, rewind, rewind the video and uh, we talked about George Perez earlier. But yeah, so so there you go. There's there's the hedgehog, and uh, you know, like I said, whatever happens, we're gonna we're gonna follow the drama right here for the guy that's that's hung like uh, like Blue Origin, the spaceship. <laughs> Even my mother's like, oh, I hope he comes back out. Stay tuned. Does he know regular- I'm single? Does he know I'm single? Wow. Speaking speak of inappropriate things, Bang Energy Drink, delicious Bang Energy Drink. No, um, before I get into Bang Energy Drink, um, I was on the phone with a friend today, and we, we got into a conversation uh, about age of consent in the United States. And I remembered, he, he said to me, yeah, the age of consent uh, in one of the states was 14 a, a few years ago. Isn't that crazy? I said 14. I think Alabama had it like 10 years ago was the age of consent was 14. And that's crazy. Um, and he said, no, it's Hawaii. So we, we, we Googled it and we got into looking up age of consent as it sits in the United States, age of consent for a minor to have sex uh, in the United States and, and around the world. And a chart came up that has followed age of consent through history. And we notice that right now your average age of consent in the United States is 16. There's a few states that are 17 and a few states that are 18, but most of them are 16. And we looked at it goes back in time to the 1920s where the average age of consent 
was 14. And then it goes back to the 1880s. Guess how old the age of consent in the United States was in the 1880s. I don't even want to know. Young girls lot, you don't want to you don't want to know. Believe the me, thing you don't is, wanna... people back then they died at 30. At 29. Yeah. Uh -huh. 30, 30 was grandpa back then. Okay. So what do you think the average age of consent in the United States was in, in the 18, chat? In 1880, in the chat, take a guess. The average age of consent. Keep in mind, this is when you you had multiple kids. But, yeah, and they didn't the boys I, I think, were sent to the coal mines and the girls were working brothels. Like we all had grandmas or great grandmas that like got married at like 14 back then. And it was normal. Uh -huh. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh-huh. Well, great great grandma's come a long way, baby. Great grandma's. Yeah, great great grandma was uh was a whore. I, I didn't I didn't even realize <laughs> straight out of ninth grade. Yeah, I didn't even realize uh I mean it it blows my mind, you know, to Rock think again, you had you had all these kids, you had you know, girls working in restaurants and, and brothels in the old west. And you had, you know, boys fighting in the Civil War and going to coal mines is, you know, at, at the ages when we go to, um, uh, you know, elementary school, it's, it's kind of mind blowing because, you know, obviously we're living longer uh, nowadays and, and whatnot. But but mm -hmm. what what do you think the average age in the United States was? Guesses was... in the chat coming in. Yeah, all right. So everyone's guessing 12. Okay. 12, 11, 14, 10 fucking oh, years God. old. So imagine now you're at the old west. Yeah, I'd like a, a, a room and uh, some feed for my horse and a beer and um and uh do you have any 10-year-old whores? <laughs> a virgin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or you're like 10 years old. Your dad sent you to work in the, in the coal mines. Right. And after a hard day, hard day in the coal mines, you're like, Hey, do you have any, do you have any whores my age? And get this Delaware, Delaware was seven fucking years oh, old my gosh. in the United States. Who the fuck were these parents? That sent their kids at seven years old to work a brothel. Honey, would you like a new dolly? I guess. Well, are you going to go to work? Huh? Work? Yeah. You could be a waitress or work the brothel with, with, with your big sister and mom. Huh? What the fuck? What the fuck did we come out of? I understand the Civil War was nuts, but is that insane? Seven fucking years old. What parent fucking consented their kids at seven years old to fucking have sex? What the fuck was going on in the 1880s? Holy shit. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, but come on. There was no right time for that. There was no right to Delaware. What the fuck?
I've never. I don't know anybody from Delaware. I, I, it just blew my fucking mind. And that's the fact you could look this crazy shit up. It's like, look, I understand today in today's current age, a 16 year old is having sex. They're advanced. They're growing up fast. They're reading the internet. Holy shit. Were we f- that fucked as a country back then? 1880s? Anyway, yeah. So that, that just kind of blew my fucking mind. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, we, um, yeah, that's messed mm-hmm. up. You got to think we're lucky that we're living in the age that we are actually in right now, even though we have COVID and we've got crazy government ah. stuff going on. We are super lucky we're, where we're at. I, I think uh, David Crosby was alive during then, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think just barely. <laughs> maybe david crosby was 10 years old yeah so yeah, all, all of our all of our great grand, we have. all of our great grandmas were whores basically so there you go we're horses we're horses uh yeah so i i thought little little this is a very educational show you're learning history they did not teach you in school so there you go (laughs) and and russia and russia russia also just to just to keep it fair russia you commie bastards you were also 10 years old but i think you were 10 years old like in the 1920s or even recently i don't know russia's fucked up so no, no offense to my Russian friends, but you know, come on. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot yeah. of uh, Van Halen talk in the chat. I'm noticing. There is where, 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 but you know what? Let's talk about Van Halen because we got to talk about David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth recently uh, has been in a lot of news stories uh, lately and, and kind of, kind of crazy because you know, he announced, we talked about this a few weeks ago, he announced he was doing his final shows and people yeah. paid up to $4,000 a ticket to be at his final show in Vegas. And he just he just announced, he said, hey, everybody, um, we, uh, we, we decided that, I didn't know that people would pay so much money to see me yeah, go. Yeah, I'm making some money, so... So... Uh... <laughs> so I've decided to add on a couple more weekends. Uh huh. So if and you pay four about, grand, forget about what my doctor told me. A couple more weekends. Will yeah. If you pay, if you paid uh, a few grands for David Lee Roth tickets to his final show, you just got suckered because Dave, Dave just added on more shows, and. Uh, you never know when the guy's actually retiring. I'm telling you, his comeback show in a couple of years is going to be huge. Yeah, more like he just came on your back if you paid four grand a ticket. I don't think he's retiring. Is there any news of Alex showing up or Michael or any of no. that? Any any confirmed no. rumors of I the band? I haven't heard. I haven't up. heard boo from either of them and and alex alex is just laying back 
Alex hasn't been in, in the mood to do anything. If anything, you would think he would jump on with Wolfgang. You know, not so much, not so much with Dave. Mm-hmm. And then Dave, Dave also in the news while we're there, uh, Dave recently announced that in, in an interview, because he, he did a painting recently that was um, basically a, a, some stripes and let's see. Here, I'll find it. Yeah, you know, you know the, the painting right I'm talking here. about, Johnny. You know, David Lee Roth paints. You know, it's a, it's a it's a hobby he just does. And he basically, someone basically said, you know, that painting looks very similar to Van Halen stripes. What are you, what are you try, trying to convey there? And he's like, well, I, I have the right to because I was the one who designed those Van Halen stripes. I was the one that wrote all of the songs on the first album, every word, every melody, every lyric. I was the one that came up with calling the band Van Halen. I was the one that, uh, you know, I mean, he he basically went into a rant of I was the one who did this, 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 this. And make no mistake, I don't want to take things away from Dave that he actually did because he is, in my eyes, one of the absolute greatest frontmen of a, of a rock band that has ever been. He really, really. I mean, you know, I David agree. Lee Roth was the standard. I agree. But I, I don't believe... He designed those Frankenstrat stripes. That was, in my eyes, that was all Eddie. Yeah, in 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 a in his shed out behind his house. Yeah, he was he was painting that stuff, and I don't think Dave was hanging out with him that day. I don't think Dave had anything to do with that, but he's claiming he did, and now he's doing this painting, basically saying, "I mean, yeah." Keith Campbell says maybe he has dementia. I don't know. <laughs> It's I mean, kind of a new painting. If you took the picture of the uh, Frankenstrat out of it, and it looks like a could be like a sunset, but it's a lot of yellows. I don't see any red. Well, there's one red stripe. I don't it's see called, anything resembling a Halen guitar in that painting. I don't need starters. It's called Big Wave. That painting. Yeah, he's way. You can and, wave your money goodbye if you bought any of his last show tickets. I mean, you know, I can see, you know, there's, there's lines that are crossing here. So you can kind of, so Johnny, look at my shoelaces. They also have lines that are crossing. Did Dave invent those also? Probably. It's like, uh, you know, uh, on the seventh day, God rested and on the eighth day. Dave created God. Okay, John, let's say you uh, make a lot of money in your last movie that you were in. You and and this actual picture shows up at an auction what would you be willing to do? What would you be willing to spend on this actual picture right here if it showed up at an auction? Close uh, the to only th- the only thing I would do, I would turn it into a Monet by jerking off on it and adding a 3D effect to it with my jizz. That would I have you- no connection to that painting, nor any desire to have anything that 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 David painting. As much would as I love him as a for it. What if you could get I, it? I wouldn't for give a you a dollar. Bucks. I literally wouldn't pay a dollar for it. I have no connection to that painting. You know, if, if if someone wanted to sell me, you know, one of Eddie's guitars, okay, maybe I'd be interested. It, I, I have no connection to that painting. What would I do with that? I mean, does you anyone on believe? The wall over your bed. Does anyone in the chat right now believe that David Lee Roth created? told Eddie, Hey man, you should stripe those, those guitars of yours with, with, uh, with tape. That would look cool. Do, does anyone believe that, that mm-hmm. Dave said that? 
And I'm not trying to bash Dave here. I'm just trying to talk reality. Mm-hmm. Well, he said that years ago. This isn't the first time he said this. He he said that when he had his radio show years ago. He he he, he had said that um, that the he he says he got the idea because he saw the bass player from the Clash had a bass that had stripes on it. So so that's where Dave says he originally got that idea. But in this latest uh, clip, he's talking about how he showed up with with three different sizes of tape. And our friend Chris Gill, who who wrote the Eruption book, we had him on a few months ago. He's saying that one of those uh, brands of tape didn't even exist back then. I, I don't even care if Dave is wrong on the tape. I don't believe that Eddie just had a guitar and he's noodling away. And Dave says, hey, man, I have an idea for your guitar. Huh? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that makes no sense. In Santa Cruz 3600, well, I, I actually am an art collector, uh, but I collect comic book original artwork. I collect the uh, the hand-drawn artwork used to produce comic books. So that's the artwork I collect. But uh, I, I don't collect that, that David Lee Roth paints. And nothing against it. It's, you know, it's not that it's not nice art. I just have no connection to it, no reason to spend even a dollar on it. Is Dave selling his art? Do you know? Or is he just, up, you know, stacking it in his basement or something? Johnny, do you know that? Because I don't. I I do not know. Um, I I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if if it was for sale at some point. But but as far as is him talking about the stripes, and I'm not I'm not defending him, but. Hey Tracy, welcome. But um Hey Tracy. Roth Roth did um help with 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 their style, with like their outfits. Like he would give them ideas for for what well, to I, wear. I believe that. I believe Dave contributed to a lot of Van Halen's look, a lot of Van Halen's attitude. Yeah. Uh he he might have he might have, you know, said, "Hey, let's call the band Van Halen." I mean, you know, that's possible, although it's hard to believe with Dave's ego that he didn't say, Hey, let's not call the band, uh, Lee Roth. Uh, but you know, look D- devil's advocate here. I'm not saying that Dave didn't come up with a lot of stuff. He probably did write, you know, the lyrics to, to the first album. I don't know if he came up with the melodies so much. I do believe there was this guy called Eddie Van Halen that had some level of talent. Uh, you might've heard of him, uh, in the music, uh, in the music department. Uh, so I, I think a lot of that was, I don't believe that Dave came up with, you know, the melodies and this and this, and, you know, <laughs> huh? <laughs> I like the survey, uh, stripes, yeah. which is true stripes with Dave's idea. And Ed told Mitch, he was in Van Halen. Where, where's the, the, <laughs> the, 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 you only have those two choices. Yeah. Thank Well, thank you to Steve Carmichael's. Yeah. That's Steve, Thank you, Steve, Steve Car. That's Steve Carmichael's uh, idea, and also Boner Jams. Let's see. I know we were discussing a pretty important topic, but I need to know who is everyone's favorite X Men. Um, nice shirt, that- Mancuda. Thank you, Boner Gems. Um, I like the Burning Cockrum era of X Men, which is the the mid seventies to the early eighties, and um, I mean everyone's natural answer is either Wolverine or Phoenix. And I love them too, but I, I'm probably going to go with Colossus <laughs> and, and Banshee as my two favorites. Um, even though they're the outliers, uh, I really like them. 
So, but I mean, look, I, I love, I love the whole team back during that seventies to eighties period. Um, really like the best comic books to offer. Um, and I, I have, I have a lot of original art, nothing by Jim Lee or Todd McFarlane. Um, cause I'm more into the seventies and eighties guys art wise than the nineties guys, at least in collecting the stuff. Um, but I, 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 I appreciate Jim Lee and Todd McFarlane stuff. And, uh, I'm very good friends with, uh, Rob Liefeld just because he's like just a great buddy of mine, um, who created Deadpool for some of you might know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you, Boner Jams. Thank you, Boner. Yeah. So, uh, which of which is true? Neither of those is true. <laughs> Where's the option for neither? <laughs> yeah, definitely neither. Yeah, I mean, I, I love comic books. Those that, that watch the show know I, you know, I mean, there's a goddamn screen use Captain America shield behind me, so I definitely love comic books. Um, and uh, right there, that was from a from a Marvel commercial. Uh, shown in Japan, not not one of the movies. It was from a TV commercial featuring uh, the Avengers. Um, I got that from uh, director Rob Cohen. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I, I collect comic books and read them, you know, all the way back to the 1940s and all the way up to uh, what's on the newsstand today. I collect uh, all those years. I just love this stuff. My, my personal sweet spot is uh, like 76 to 86 I just, I just think the the stuff was better written and drawn then. But I read all of it. I read all mm-hmm. of it. I like all of it. And the ads. All, all oh, I love ads all those ads. I love all yeah. the X-ray specs. Yeah. See through your. Ne- I couldn't order those fast enough. <laughs> Did anybody yeah. actually order those? Yeah, I, I, I I've work? seen, the, I've seen those. It's an, it's an optical illusion. But you know, you buy them. You, you know, you send your thirty-five cents plus a self-addressed stamped envelope. And you're thinking, oh my God, I'm I'm gonna finally see my 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 neighbor's mother's tits, and uh, and you you look and you know it's actually you know that they're, they're you know it's her father's tits sagging down, oh, so gosh, it never actually worked. Yeah, no, I I had him in high school. I walked in, had him on my I'm, I'm walking through the hallways, thinking, up oh, here comes Karen Kingsley, that hot cheerleader. Ah, and she's looking like the fuck is wrong with you and i'm thinking well why don't i see your tits and yeah it's not working yeah sea monkeys uh i left some sea monkeys in a sock this morning uh so i i, I mixed up my own batch of sea monkeys <laughs> johnny can we see something else that dave has painted recently yeah yeah bring okay, up some cool. other of david lee roth artwork It'd be kind of interesting to see some of it yeah, and Gino Ames brings up Rob Liefeld just did a cool Snake Eyes series. That is true. It was very good. Yeah, Bruce points at like sad sack. Uh, that's that's what my last girlfriend called my balls. So yeah, I know all about it. There we go. There's there we go. So this Miami. is this is another masterpiece from David Leroth. Clearly, you could see the red and white stripes. So he must have designed Eddie's guitars. He must have. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Jesus. That one doesn't me. really speak to me. It looks like a sour belt. You know those those candies, those sour belt candies. Oh yeah, or like a a a, a, a vine, a, one of those little rope vine kind of thing. Vinum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vinum custom pickups. 
fantastic Vinum custom pickups. Listen, when you want a great tone, you want to custom order Vinum custom pickups. Because look at that. Is that Craig Vinum right now? <laughs> we're talking, we're talking about these Vinum custom pickups. That must be Craig Vinum. Go to Vinum Custom Pickups. There you go. There you go. Vinum Hello? Custom Pickups. Johnny. Yes. Larry P. Hey, Larry. Larry in the house. Oh, I thought it might be Mitch Malloy calling again. <laughs> yes, real, real quick. Real quick. This is Larry. He was on with us on Friday talking van halen welcome larry yes larry you're on the air yeah yeah uh we're talking les pauls and uh, i sent you a picture a couple days ago buddy uh, a 56 les paul that i worked on for a buddy right uh-huh did you see that uh i don't know see that that's okay. why that's why i hooked up whatsapp so any messages I get, I, I know uh, it, it's more organized. Organ being the key yep, word. Yep, I there. just tried to <laughs> log on and uh, want to update and all that. So, uh -huh. Anyway. Cool. There's a there's a picture of, of a 56 Les Paul that a buddy of mine mm -hmm. um, need to work on, put some, put some press in. But he mm -hmm. bought that from, from Norm's back in 1977. That's Norm's so rare guitars Norm, in California. Uh, a 57 gold top. No, it was a 50, 59 gold top. Uh huh. Uh, for this 56. And uh, he made the trade. Yeah, I think he had to pay a little extra money for it, but it got to Norm's. And uh, Steve Lukather walked in the, in the store, played it, went, I got to have this, and bought that. Steve, Steve Lukather from to Toto. Five, right. And that was one of his main guitars back back in the day. And I read an article uh, that I think he sold it about five years ago. And then he was like, he was kicking himself about selling it. But uh, I mm. think that's really funny because my, my buddy is like, yeah, it's, it's not that good. And then he, you know, gets a hold of, gets, gets a hold of the norms and then makes a deal on this. 56 that I sent you pictures of. I'll already said them that, uh, uh, yeah, that, that is, that's, it's kind of funny. But, uh, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, resend them. Re resend them to me. And hey, by the way, do you use WhatsApp? I'm trying to log on and it, it wants to re redo <laughs> something of the app, update it. Like, I, I just, I just downloaded the latest version. Why does it want to, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But anybody, anybody in the future, anybody, if you want to call into the show, uh, download the WhatsApp app and add that phone number to the app, and it's just, it's just, it's so much, it's, it's awesome. Johnny is this Larry that uh, was roommates with I, Mitch I Malloy. Yeah, he and was in a band yeah. with Mitch Malloy. Yeah. <laughs> ask him if, ask him if Eddie came no, over the I house or. The band. I just, I just, yeah. Oh, you just knew he him. Stole, you just knew him. Yeah. Well, yeah, he he, he would play with play my band. That, That's Larry right there. Anyway. Oh, there you, you go. Can, you can right. fill in some of the details. but uh, cool. Larry, how yeah. tall, how tall was, are you, man? That was the Les Paul story. Awesome. Larry, how tall are you? 
six one and a quarter. Mm-hmm. There you go. You can see awesome. you can see cool. Eddie yeah. Eddie's Eddie's a little short. It was a little short there. Yeah, yeah. It uh he's you know, he definitely took after his mother and Al took after his dad, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Al's taller. Al's taller than Eddie, right? By by far, right? Uh maybe. Cool. I, yeah, I, we yeah, resend those pictures. I'm looking for them right now. I can't find them. Uh, but yeah, resend them, please. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll text her the number. Okay. Yeah, there's no no wrong time for a nice right. 50s Les Paul. Okay. All right. Thank you, Larry. Thank Later. you, brother. All right. Bye bye. Larry. Larry, Larry C. Mitz, worked with Mitch Malloy. Yeah, he, he, he used to roadie for Mitch Malloy. And if you want to hear all about all that, watch uh, last Friday's episode of Talking Van Halen. And if I can remember, I'll put a card right above Dane. And we're getting more calls. There you I'd go. <laughs> Hellstorm wants to know who the new drummer for LA Guns is. I don't know. I don't know. Um, all, all I notice is Phil and Tracy. And and when I notice that, it makes me What's smile. And I listen to something like Cannonball, then I'm a happy camper. So, whoever it is, I'm sure they'll make a good pick. I mean, it's it's L.A. Guns. They know they know right now that uh, that they're they're getting a good album out. So, mm-hmm. they've got to tour that. John, we got a question for you. Shoot. Okay, go ahead. Hey, John, I see the Kiss box set or whatever that is over your right shoulder. What's your favorite Kiss song? Not your top two. What's your favorite Kiss song? Okay. First of all, that's that's the auction catalog. That's the auction catalog from the Kiss auction in 2000. So it's not a box set. It's a it's a catalog. I just have it standing on its side. Um, but good eye, good eye. I just like the logo. So it, you know, you always need something Kiss to decorate your house. Um, my favorite favorite Kiss song, and I, as you guys know, am uh, along with Neanderthal, big 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 Kiss fans. Um, Oh boy. Oh, I mean, everyone's typical answer is rock and roll all night, but it's not my favorite. Um, I love, I love love gun. Um, I love reason to live. Um, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably going to go with love gun. I, I that song just always gets me going, and I could listen to it a, a, just a million times. Um, I'm, but you I'm know, kind of into um, a calling Doctor Love right now, and also I can't help it, but Christine sixteen is freaking awesome. I mean, there's no wrong answer in the chat. Right. What's your favorite Kiss song? Because I mean, I I could think of of so many, and Renus Renus is right. Reason to Live is terribly underrated. It's it's more of an emotional song than like a hard edged, you know. Um, and I love Black Diamond too. Kevin Coachell brings up Black Diamond, um, but there's something about Love Gun that you know just get Love Gun. Love. 
of God. Good vocals, good singing. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a high energy song. And I love a high energy Kiss song. I mean, right. that that's the type of song like you really want to see live at a Kiss show with just Paul strutting around doing that one and just the high vocals and the, the fast guitar solo. Yeah. I, I could listen to that a million times. Um I'm I'm gonna say Love Gun. I mean that that's that's gonna be my answer. What what about you, Johnny? Favorite kiss song? Yeah. I would have to say uh what's the official title of that? I was made for loving you. Desmond Child, and you know, man. And you know what's funny? I love that. I love that one a lot too. Um, it's got such a great chorus, and I know that Gene Simmons hates it. Like, really, really, really. That's why I like it. it. <laughs> because Gene hates it. I I like that song, and I know it was. I know it came out like during the disco era, you know, and it's got that that you know that that chorus and whatnot. It's, but it's a it, great fucking song. It really, really is. It's it's if if you know uh, Desmond Child's writings, if you know his style, it really uh, has his 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 style. It on does kind of hook you in once you get in it. It's a long enough song that it gives you time to get into it, and it doesn't move around through verses and bridges and stuff too quickly. It's just it's just there, and it rolls along nicely. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get into. It was a hit. It was, yeah. they wouldn't, it was absolutely, it was a huge hit. They, they wouldn't be where they are today if it wasn't for that one song. Well, I mean, it, uh, it helped. It, I mean, it, look, it all the, all of them helped. I mean, they've, they've sold, you know, a gazillion albums and, you know, what's their, um, num what's their number one selling song? Beth. That's probably like their biggest hit, but I mean, the one everyone knows is, uh, um, uh, Beth, rock Beth? and roll all night and party. Rock and roll nights definitely had the most radio airplay. Yeah, okay, Beth, Beth, I think was their, their biggest uh, hit, right? Yeah, Beth is Kiss's biggest commercial hit in the United yeah. States. It reached number yeah. seven on Billboard. Yeah, and Beth is a beautiful, uh, beautiful song. It really, really is. Uh, ten biggest hits. Okay, that's their biggest hits. Me. Did somebody say biggest tits? You want to know what our biggest tits are? They're right now on Gene. Gene has the biggest tits right now in the band. I kind of like gotta lose the, a little weight. The S in sex was a I like good that one. song too. Yeah. I think but, but Desmond you know wrote that one too. Paul Paul hates that one because he feels that was a time period where they were trying to glam Paul up as a sex symbol. And he yeah. says that now in his autobiography. If you read uh, Paul Stanley's autobiography, which is terrific, get the yeah. audiobook actually if you can, because it's it's fun to hear him tell the stories. Um, but I, I'm sorry, I don't believe him when he says, Oh no. They were trying to make me into a sex symbol. I didn't want to be that. I just wanted to play good music. Fuck you. Come on, brother. You you know you were enjoying being they a sex They wouldn't let him wear a shirt the whole decade. Yeah. No, he he enjoyed that. He he says he didn't, but that that's bullshit because 
you know, the, the whole reason they, they started playing music was to get chicks. So don't tell me you're not enjoying being a sex symbol when, you know, in your early years, you were rejected by girls. Believe me, I, I know, you know, I know. Uh, and welcome back, Bozik. We're talking about Kiss. Hard Luck Woman was a great tune. There's so many good Kiss songs. Yeah, there's a you lot. know, I mean, and again, I'm a Kiss fan, so I'm really biased, <laughs> you know, Um you but said I mean, biased. Yeah. <laughs> I am biased. So okay, I looked up a, a list, all the all the uh, Desmond Child Kiss songs. Right. I, I was made for loving you. Mm-hmm. Uh Wake Up Screaming. Don't know for that one. Heavens on that's fire. A, that's what that's what Heavens any woman does. Cool. That's what any woman does that slept with Gene in a drunken stupor. The truth she comes wakes up out. screaming. Uh, who wants to be lonely? Bang, bang, you. I've had enough. Like literally. Uh, <laughs> Radar for bang, love. Bang, bang, you. There's a there's a song title. <laughs> anyway, let's put the X in sex. That's one of them. I like oh, that cool. song. I like that song. That's one of those. I'm trying to find what's their like biggest. Lick Lick It Up selling. was a very big hit for them. Lick It Up was huge. That that's the song that saved Kiss. Domino is a good one. When when Ace Fraley left the band and they got Vinnie Vincent in and they took off, they had the makeup off. That was a really uncertain time for Kiss. So you yeah. can look at that as a very big turning point in Kiss's career. Because at, at the end of the day, the fact is, as, as many people hate to admit it, just like Rena said, Vinnie Vincent actually did save Kiss. He brought them into the new glam era with a new image and a new rhythm, and it really did. Lick It Up was that hit that basically solidified that Kiss would be okay without Ace and Peter and without makeup. That was the video on MTV that got circulation at the beginning of MTV that everyone was like, wow, Kiss is really cool for this era too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was risky, and but everybody wanted to see them without makeup, even if it's just the two guys. We've never seen these dudes without makeup yeah. on. Yeah. And so it was risky, but it, it it worked and it had a hit song. So it could have it could have failed. It could have failed miserably. I mean, I mean, yeah. Kiss was already on thin ice with I Was Made for Loving You because it was classified as a disco uh, disco right. era song. Yeah. And yeah. At that point where they're they're losing, I, I think they already lost for that one. I think they they had did they have Eric Carr in the band already for that, or was that like just before Eric Carr? John Biel. John Biel was in the band too. And welcome, Jay Hannon, the great Jay Hannon of the band Gizmachi. Talking about good music there. Uh, no, but, but I was made for loving you classified it as a disco song and it was 1979. So here's a period where you're already now classified even by your own fans as having sold out to disco and you lose the makeup and you've lost band members and then you come out with songs from the elder. <laughs> so it's yeah. like you're you're really like. You're out. You're out of business, boys and girls. You're out for that. You're classified as a 70s sold-out disco band. And all right. of a sudden, here comes 
new look, no makeup, and Vinnie Vincent with a flying V, very different than anything we have out there. And yeah, you you got, you know, you got, you know, Creatures of the Night, which was a great album, really, really underrated. And the last album of the makeup era, but nobody paid attention. And Ace wasn't even on the damn album. You know, he was on he was on the cover of some of them. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think you had Vinnie Vincent on the cover of others in makeup in the the Ankh Warrior, you know. So it was like a last ditch effort to be a hard rock band. And it was a great album, but nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. Creatures of the Night Tour, uh, really, really, really great album. You know, even the title song, Creatures of the Night, I think that's a fantastic song. Do you guys in the chat like that? I I love that album. But, you know, again, you're a vestige of the 70s, of the last decade. You don't know what is left of your band. Yeah. You know, and nobody cares at that period. They want what's new for the new decade. Here's MTV. And MTV says, all right, now you're going to watch our videos. And out comes Lick It Up. No makeup, Vinnie Vincent, great mm. song. And that, my friends, brought Kiss and survived Kiss through the next decade of the Look. 80s glam era and saved that band. Absolutely. Yeah, because I was made for loving you. I don't think at the time people really even liked the tune. It took a 10, 15 years people for that liked song it, to be liked. People liked it as a dance song. By a lot of people. People liked it as a dance song. It was it the was in di- a movie. The disco people liked it, wasn't it? You know, but Kiss fans were not fans of it for the most part. I liked it, but luckily, what do I know? At the, luckily, at the time, there were a couple other bands that brought that that were uh, rock bands like the Stones had the disco hit with "Miss You," and some of these other bands um, started to have a, a little. Um, luck with having a disco song what was the other guy the other guys that had a disco song and they survived it um i'm forgetting right now. uh another another like like really really big band yeah obviously yeah well i know the stones had a hit with miss you and that was considered a disco song um, let's see. Keith Campbell asked, was Elder the last makeup album? I'm trying to remember because let's see, you had Creatures of the Night, Songs from the Elder, um, and Unmasked all around, like right around that turn of the era. I got to look that up. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Jay, are you still here? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, Rod Stewart had a disco song that everybody loved and so there was a couple other big artists that had disco hits and they were like rocker dudes. There, Jay. There's another picture for you. <laughs> <laughs> I looked really good in that photo. <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking of Mama Kuda right then and there. She was one of those groupies. <laughs> oh my god. I was made for Mama Kuda. Let's see. Uh, looking at that time period, you had the order they came out in. You had Unmasked, then Music from the Elder, then Creatures of the Night. So Creatures was actually their last makeup era uh, album based on the cover. And Look It Up was really where they, they dropped the makeup. 
They licked it off. <laughs> <laughs> there came Vinnie Vincent up and he started licking my ear. I said, what are you doing? He says, I'm changing the career of the band. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, and the thing about creatures is basically people were made to think that, um, you know, that, that Ace was still in the band because he was on some covers and Vinny was on some covers. And I think I, there, there's a controversy. I think, I think <clears throat> the Ace ones were bootlegs or something like that. Hmm. But it was, it, but it was it's really... amazing because you could never get away with something like that. Putting your old guitar player's picture on the album cover and not telling anybody he's not on the record. But I think There's I think no it way was, you uh... could get away with that these days. What was it? It was it was Vinny did some songs and uh and uh what's his name? Uh and Bob I think Bob Kulik was was on some of it, wasn't he? Let's see, Creatures of the Night, because that's a, that's a complex album. You know, you look at the cover, and there's you know there's Ace on there, and he really wasn't. Let's see, um, let's see. It's also the band's last album recorded with Ace Frehley, credited as official member, and their first album with Vinny as the uncredited lead guitarist, and the last one with their makeup. Uh, I'm trying to see if. Bob Kulik played on that one because they always stuck him in there because Bob rest in peace was an amazing uh, guitarist. Was Tommy Thayer around at that time yet? I think he was like a tour manager or something. I mean, Tommy at that time, I think Tommy was in black and blue actually. Because Tommy had his own, his own band black and blue. That was like 1980 or 81. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Uh, Bob Kulik admitted in 2011 that none of the studio work he did on Creatures of the Night made it to the album. Okay, yeah, Ooh. same with uh, Dick Wagner. Ghost Players. Uh, so Vinny, Vinny basically handled most of... Um, and let's see. And, and then there's blues guitarist Robin Ford did two solos on the album. Wow. Uh, also Steve Ferris, Mr. Mr. Guitarist did a solo and lead fills to the title track for creatures. So there you go. We're all learning stuff today about that album, but I, I think that's, I think that's a great album that nobody noticed, you know, and, uh, you know, and that, that was basically it, you know, once disco had ended, you know, people were looking for for what was new, and and hard rock and glam metal were were the order of the day. Mm-hmm. There was well, a and, local band, and uh, new North, wave. There was a Phoenix band called the Funk Junkies, and they took that song. Spunk, loud. I'm sorry, Spunk, ju- spunk Junkies, Funk Junkies, Spunk Junkies, Spunk Junkies, right? And so they did. <laughs> I want to hear it loud, and then he'd be turning up to turn it up. And they made like a little hip hop kind of thing out of that. It was big. I someone brought up in the chat. Uh, Iced Earth did a did a cover of Creatures of the Night. Hmm, that's cool. Ruben Ford. 
Uh, let's see. Rena springs up. Ace appeared in the video of I Love It Loud. Yeah, I mean, I, they weren't they weren't thrilled about announcing that Ace was out of the band. Because yeah. think about it. You're already coming off of Songs of the Elder or music yeah. from the Elder and 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 the disco era. And you're, you're trying to, like, save the band, basically. And, you know, Gene's not really into it. Gene's starting to, you know, to think about, like, movies and production and other things. And you're, you're coming into the new era, like, really on a sinking ship. And... Uh, and and then you're you know you already lost your drummer, and now you're you're going you know no, nothing against Eric Carr. I mean he was a great replacement, really a great drummer and a good guy. Uh, but you know with with Ace, I mean how much can you lose? Can you you know survive without Ace Fraley? Apparently you know Paul and Gene didn't think so because you know they they still tried to promote him as being on Creatures of the Night, which. Look, should have been a real good comeback album, but I think the makeup would have hurt them if they would have tried carrying it into the 80s, which they started to, you know, they needed a change for the new era. They desperately needed a change. Vinny was that change. You know, as crazy as we joke about Vinny Vincent now at the time, Vinny was an amazing writer. Vinny was an amazing guitarist. And even later on, the Vinnie Vincent invasion with, you know, with Mark Slaughter. I mean, that that's all great, great 80s music. Really good records, two of them. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. yeah, The first one was uh, Rob Fleischman singing on the first one who had an incredible voice. And then, you know, he got in a, in, you know, a a little bit of a dispute with Vinnie, left the band. And then, uh, you know, Mark Slaughter and Dana Strum came on. And, you know, that, of course, broke off into slaughter. I mean, the whole thing, you know, is it's like a spinoff, you know. It's like a spinoff TV show. How Vinnie Vincent Invasion spun off a kiss, which, you know, right. spun off into slaughter. Um, but but that whole thing. Yeah. And Hellstorm brings up Mark St. John. Poor Mark St. John is always forgotten. That's true, man. And and he was on. Uh, what was it? Animalize? Was it Animalize or was it, uh, I think it was Animalize that he was on. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, hmm. let me just, let me just right about that. take a John look. John Biel. No, Are not John heard? Biel. John Biel was not yeah, on that album. Just the one record. Uh, yeah. Animalize he was on. What was and the then, hit on that then, album? And then Bruce started on Asylum. Okay. I always mix that up. But Animalize came out in 84, and and uh, Mark St. John started off great because, you know, Kiss doesn't want the, the flashiest solo guitar players. That's not what Kiss is about. Um, you know, they want someone who just blends in as a member of the band, and Vinny was a bit grandstanding for them. So that was, you know, that was a little hard for them to face. Uh, Mark St. John just kind of blended in nicely and he had a hand injury. I don't know if it was like tendonitis or something, but like he, he just basically um, didn't work out, you know, because of his hand injury and he had to leave the band. And that's where they got Bruce Kulik, who, you know, in, in my opinion was the, the, the most proficient guitar player Kiss has ever had, you know, great player, great guy, blended in with the band beautifully great writer i mean you know I, I love the guy you know so but yeah poor mark st john 
Thank you, James Bridges. Appreciate that. And I agree with Bozik. You know, uh, Bruce Kulik is is the best technical guitar player uh, in the band. Now, of course, Ace Frehley is the most famous because, you know, he's the original. He's part of the makeup crew. Enough so that, you know, someone else is in his makeup playing him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, think about that. You know, that he's he's a brand. You know, the ace makeup is is a character. Mm-hmm. You brand. think eventually they'll bring somebody else in to dress up as, as Vinnie Vincent? <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome back, Kurt5150. Um, if he's Kirk, wearing a bra... I, I mean, they were, they were, they've always said, they've always said that, uh, Gene and Paul have always said, well, you know, Kith doesn't have to be like us. It's like Batman. You know, they could keep the character going with different people in the costume. Um, and I, 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 my guess is they're going to, but you know what, to to have some sort of credibility is a whole nother matter. Cause now you're just without any original members, you're really just kind of looking at, at a, at a cover band, unless you still have, you know, Eric Singer still in the band and, um, and what's his name? Um, uh, who's playing ace now again, that guy. Yeah. But, uh, Thayer. Tommy Thayer. Thayer. If you have Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer, you can still carry on the band and say, well, here's some members that, um, you know, were in the band for like 20 yeah. years to give it some legitimacy, but you're not going to have any original members without Gene and Paul. That's going to be like the end of an era. Now you could always, and devil's advocate here, you could bring in Gene's son to carry on his dad's legacy. That would be interesting. I would find that interesting. Um, I don't know who would play Paul's character, but you know, I, I could Paul's see daughter? some, I don't need, I don't even know. I don't know a lot about Paul's kids. I don't know how old they are. I don't know their musical proficiency. Um, There's a Norman's rare guitars video where Paul was there with his kid and his kid was playing and checking out old guitars and stuff. I think his kid's a player. How old's his kid? Well, the video is probably five or seven years old now. And he was 14 or something at the time. Oh, so age of age of consent of, uh, of, uh, state of Alabama currently, but he's probably better at guitar though than Paul. This is, this is my son and he's going to wear my makeup and carry on the kid's legacy. (laughs) What do you guys think about the, um, animated series of kiss? The adventures of kiss. I didn't even know there was one. Is that is wouldn't that, that happening? Be cool? Would it work? Oh, wouldn't wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, I mean, look, they have comic books and all sorts of, you know, they've had Kiss meets Scooby Doo, and you know, I mean, look, if they did a uh, a serious, and and by serious I mean like you know, made for adults Kiss superhero cartoon, I would watch that. Like the I Trailer would, Park Boys went went into being a cartoon. Well, that's different. That's, you know, that's tongue in cheek and they're fun and everything. But I mean, like, you know, it can't be like kiss, kiss meets the phantom of the park. It can't be like stupid like that. It's, you know, I, Leo Safko says kiss saves Santa. I would watch that. I think that would be a brilliant special. I would watch that. 
Yeah, kid, and they're, they're mm-hmm. make them crime Gene, fighters or something. Gene's, Gene's having sex with one of the reindeers. He's he's uh, leaving some uh, he's leaving some of his, some load on on Blitzen. <laughs> no, I, I would watch an adult oriented, uh, uh, you know, taken seriously as superheroes kiss kiss yeah. uh, cartoon like you know the way like the way they did some of the comic books. And a lot of companies have done the comic books. Marvel's done them. Um, uh, you know, a, a lot of companies have done that. Oh, Leo Safko says, was it Kiss Save Santa? Was a Family Guy bit? I should have known that. I'm a huge Family Guy fan. I'll, I got to look that up. Yeah, so there's been some Kiss cartoon stuff going on. A little cameos here and there. Yeah, but it, like a, a full series. Would you would you guys in the chat want to see a Kiss cartoon where they're like superheroes in the same way they've been portrayed seriously uh, for adults as superheroes in the comic books? Yeah, and Gene and Paul would do the oh, there voice you go. work. Yeah, there you that'd go. be cool. Gene wants to fuck you, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> he wants to slide down your chimney. I really do. <laughs> I was made for fucking Mrs. Claus. You were made oh. for blowing me. <laughs> Gino Ames says, my son the other day said, when I was a kid and Kiss met Scooby, that was awesome. Yeah. I haven't watched that one. All I know is I saw a commercial where like Scooby's in Kiss makeup and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I love Scooby-Doo. I, d- I just couldn't do it. Because I remember, I remember watching a, a Kiss episode, uh, a Scooby Doo episode, one of the newer ones where uh, Shaggy is friends with Axl Rose, and I was like, "Oh yeah. boy, oh boy!" <laughs> Did you watch that? Because I remember I, you were talking about. That. I, yeah, I watched that one. I, I and I, you know, listen, I love the old ones from the seventies where, like, you know, today Kiss meets Don Knotts, today Kiss meets, um, you know, Phyllis Diller. Today, yeah. Kiss meets Batman and Robin. Those, those yeah. were fun because they were like old school. But I don't know the new Kiss, cro- the new um, Scooby crossovers. I can't really get into today. Kiss meets Justin Bieber. I don't want to see that, man. I, you know, or, or Scooby meets Justin Bieber. I, I don't want to see the new crossovers. You know, I, I want like a serious Kiss cartoon, like you know, some right. something adult oriented, something they could do that. Like any other yeah, like the Batman cartoon, cartoon, like Batman. Just, yeah. Like yeah. Batman. And, or, or even as dirty as like the Harley Quinn cartoon. If, if you guys in the, in the chat, haven't watched the Harley Quinn cartoon. You need to watch the Harley Quinn cartoon. It is filthy. I'm pretty and I love it. sure that I love Gene it. Simmons probably has already been dreaming about this in his retirement. Oh yeah, for years now. It's in the works. It's, it's just not quite ready yet. Uh, Lee Safko wants to know: Did I ever own a Kiss Marvel comic book printed with real Kiss blood? Yeah, I have. I have a copy of that. I have. I have an original copy of that. What it is? What he's describing in the 1970s? Kiss did a comic book in conjunction with Marvel Comics. It was a magazine-sized Marvel Super Special, and what they did, they put a pint of their own blood from each of them into the printer's ink. So a little bit of kiss DNA giggity uh, is in the uh, printer's ink of that one comic book. Yeah. 
Gene probably whacked off a little bit into the into the ink. I'll show them my DNA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Renus wants to know, has anyone ever used the Kiss condoms? Um, we were talking about the Kildo, which is the uh, the Kiss dildo molded from Gene's own uh, erect penis. So I'm, I'm going to give out a few of those for Christmas gifts. Mama Kuda's getting one. Oh, now that I'm single, I could use the Kildo. Ow, oh, Gene. Ow. Oh. Oh, rocking hard as a rock and roll all night. Uh Bozique wants to know what I'm talking about with the Harley Quinn series. Not the Batman animated movie. There's an animated Harley Quinn uh series on TV going on right now. And what it is, it's dirty. It's really dirty. Like she's she's taunting a villain that he never finger fucked a girl. And every other word out of her mouth is fuck and screw and asshole. Um, I mean, she's you know, they make sex jokes, they make a lot of a lot of curse words. I mean, it's I love it, you know, but it's it's really, really made for adults. Like Batman the animated series, you watch it, it's very serious, it's you know, it's not campy or anything that's a great cartoon because it's made for adults to enjoy as a typical superhero series. The Harley Quinn cartoon takes it a step further into adult humor with curses and sexual situations and Hey Batman, I'm going to blow you. How about that? I mean, they really say that shit on the air. So, you know, that's what the Harley Quinn um, series is. And it's, it's, it's produced and voiced over by the girl who played Penny in big bang theory. What, what's her name, Johnny? You know what I'm talking about? It's hot. I never saw it. You never saw Big Bang Theory? Oh, there we go. No. You started no. it. I never did. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, yeah, Kelly Coco. She's Coco. hot. Yeah. No, it's, it's dirty, man. It's dirty. But I would love to see an actual Kiss cartoon series like that. I think that would be pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know. Those guys would feel like they're alienating half their audience by cussing and doing stuff like that. I think they're going to keep alienating, al- alienating half alienating. of his audience. Kiss's yeah. audience. Gene Simmons slept with like six thousand girls and is very public about it. They have a song. But he's called, never said Let's the put, F word. Let's put the X in sex. Come on. They don't. They don't have to drop f bombs. Stay in yeah. character as Kiss. Make it yeah. about sexual situations. I'm just saying, staying character is Kiss. Kiss fans yeah. would watch that. I would watch yeah. that. They don't have. Too. They don't have to curse. If you know, Gene doesn't say fuck a lot. That's fine. They don't have to look. You want to see fuck? I say fuck a lot. This show has a lot of f bombs. It's the fucking Pearl Harbor of f bombs dropping out of the sky. Believe me. Yeah, you're still going to see him. I don't think those two guys are going to retire like Dave has retired where he's going to be okay i'm just completely done i'll see you after these next shows i'll see you those guys will still be even if they don't tour anymore they'll still put the makeup on and do cameos in movies like they have a bunch of times they'll still have merchandise geico commercials in the basement like rats doing round and round yeah i don't know i don't know if they'll um you know do per se certain things but um I got it. Thank you. That Geico commercial put I got the uh, I got the other by rat back like on the charts. 
And I'm sure Kiss would do that. I I know that uh, Kiss Kiss always, you know, covers a, a lot of bases in that department. And and God bless him, you know. Um, but I I think uh, we got some sort of a spam on there. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Naked <laughs> I know. That's all good. Hey, it's very it's very appropriate with the uh, with the actual show we're putting on. Yeah. So it kind it kind right actually it kind of actually fits in more than most of our sponsors. Speaking <laughs> of perverted sponsors, Bang Energy Drink, delicious Bang Energy Drink. The can is as thick as Ron Jeremy's cock. Try some Bang Energy Drink today. And of course, Johnny, what's the most delicious thing you could think of? eating besides vagina with bang energy drink what is a tasty treat that is another sponsor of the show what could you think of delicious kernels gourmet popping corn and more that's a great idea and you know what talk about a good gift idea did you guys notice that uh we're coming into the holiday season so you know this holiday season you know you're fishing for all these gifts and trying to figure hey what can i get my friends neighbors and you know, guys like Johnny and Dane and Paul and Mancuda and Mama Kuda. What what can I get all the people I care about on my gift list? Well, delicious kernels, gourmet popping corn, and more certainly is the gift that everyone has on their wish list. I mean, I think so. Yeah, somebody please send me some of that. I'm begging you guys. Yeah. Please. You everybody's got my address. Everyone has Dane's address because we love, we love that. So if, if you mention Jay Hannon or Johnny Bean, you know, you get more product, you get more of those delicious uh, candies, nuts, sugar-free chocolates, regular chocolates. You might even get something for, for Dane Zimmerman. He would appreciate some kernels. I know Mama Kuda loves kernels. I know Mama Kuda loves kernels. I'm so sick of pizza guys. Yeah. Paulie loves kernels, popcorn. Every pizza I ever got has just been horrible. Yeah, because they're not from New York. I need popcorn. Yeah. (laughs) Delicious kernels, gourmet popping corn, and more. Make that a part of your gift-giving list this year. Yeah, there's my address right there. There it is. There's Dane's address right in, thank you, Nightbot, right in the chat. Mm Mm-hmm. Change out that that pizza emoji for popcorn emoji. Yes. There you go. Dane needs to experience this I'm deliciousness. Sick of pizza. My blood pressure's gone up. I've been eating that stuff. Dane's heart's going to explode from all these pizzas people send him. <laughs> <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to look like the way Dane eats a pizza, all just <laughs> splattered all over the place. It's okay to make a mess with popcorn. And Keith Campbell, yeah, they have chocolate covered raisins. They have everything there. They have they have so much deliciousness over at Kernels. You better believe it. So there you go. Send send Dane some popcorn. Send Mama Kuda some some nuts. Oh, John, I love nuts in my mouth. I really love that. That would be nice. Uh, and John, John, what huh? else we got? Wonderful Swiss picks. Dane, are you carrying those in your store? Another of our beloved sponsors, Swiss picks. Are you selling those in your store as well? I have some packs of them. I have about 20 packs of them. Nice. 
So here you go. When you want the best gripping guitar pick, look at those beautiful things. They have raised holes in the picks. So you get a better grip when you play. These picks don't go flying out of your hand. These picks have grip. They're solid. They're thick. And these things last. These I, I use Swiss picks a lot. They're well-made. They're my personal favorite pick. Right, Those green ones right there are among my favorites. I like the 80s. And uh, I like them in neon green. I like the glow in the dark ones are my two favorites. Yeah, 0. 0.80, 0.80. And these are uh, 0.110s. Yeah. Nice and thick. None of those little skinny jobbies. Yeah, I like the 80s. The 80s feel really good to me. And the thing, how much how much do you charge for those packs, Dane? What do you get for uh, those? $6.99. $6.99. They are so worth it because you know what? They're not like these fucking free picks you pick up at Guitar Center on the floor. They, these are thick, solid picks that really like could last. No, not that not that garbage. <laughs> These are these are hey Johnny, come on. I'm I'm, I'm teasing a sponsor here. <laughs> hey Johnny with his garbage. Look at that. Those beauties are amazing. They they are they're the best made picks out there out there. And you know what's funny? I always uh, anytime I'm in a guitar store, I always wind up giving away one because someone always says um you know, "Hey, what are those? Can I try that?" I I you know, they notice I'm playing with a unique pick. And I'm like, these are meant to last. These are not throwaways. These are good pro quality picks. So I, I give away Swiss picks when I see someone um, when I'm playing. And they're, they're great, man. So order some from Swiss Picks website or from Dane. Order yeah, some from our buddy store. Dane. And again, another good opportunity for gift giving. You need a stocking stuffer? Use the Shocker. Two in the pink, one in the... St- oh, wait, different type of stocking stuffer. Um, uh, <laughs> use uh, Swiss picks. Get them from Dane. Dane has all sorts of good stuff. Swiss picks. Welcome back, Lindy Lynch. Thank you. Yeah, so there's Swiss picks. And, of course, uh, our other good sponsors. Who are they, Johnny? We have Tessie Switch, the greatest kill switches out there. I know Johnny has a Tessie switch sticker. There it is. Tessie switch. When you want a good kill switch, Tessie switch is the one the pros use. Johnny, you use a Tessie switch, right? I have one. It's not installed in a guitar yet, but when it is, I will. There you go. Because Tessie switch is the one the pros use. That's the one you could beat the shit out of. And it it just keeps working. Go to Tessie Switch's website. And when you want to hot rod your guitar, where do you go, Johnny? I go to... Actually, actually I, we, have a, we have a Tessie code we're always forgetting about. Oh, yeah? We get a there discount code? Yeah. For go, for our go, viewers? Go to, go to uh, tessieswitch.com slash shop. Use code JohnnyBean15. Nice. When ordering. Code Johnny Bean 15 for a little discount on a Tessie switch. And when you want to hot rod your guitar, Johnny, what company do you use? I use FU Tone. FU Tone.com. That's where I go. Dane, what do you think? FU Tone.com? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, fu-tone.com has all the cool stuff for your guitars. You need tuners. You need a new bridge. You want titanium saddles. You want noiseless springs. They have all the innovative stuff that you can hot rod your guitar with. 
the really, really cool stuff, that's where you go. Fu-tone.com. They even have complete guitars, all hot rod and ready to go. I played one. Yeah, no, they're great, man. It was amazing. Keith, Keith Campbell brings up, who remembers the Dr. Pepper <laughs> Kiss commercials with Mini Kiss? Mini Kiss are the little people version <laughs> of Kiss, which yeah. is an actual band, and they're they're really great. Yeah. Mini Kiss. They're, they're very, very cool. And let's see. Welcome back, Lindy uh, Lynch. Uh, Taco talk Tuesday. about Taco Tuesday. Yeah, it is Taco Tuesday. And I would like nothing more than to eat Lindy's taco. <laughs> there you go. Senora, <laughs> I want to eat your taco. Senora, me pinga. Me pinga. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Thank you. And welcome back, Janice. Thank you. Good morning, Janice. Yeah, let me tell you something. There's a taco truck I am I am fucking in love with. Um, and they it's are still Tuesday. Yeah, I, I can go I can go after the show because uh the taco truck I go to is um is down, let's see, what is it down La Brea by, by Venice by Venice and um or by Venice Venice Boulevard. I think, I think it's La Brea in Venice, but it's like in front of a gas station. It's called Leo's Taco Truck. I'll give him a little plug. Leo's Taco Truck. They're so good. Not Lee's. And, and, no, Leo. Leo. And you go there and there's a line there and they have Alpa store to die for. Hmm. Come on, Lindy. We'll go together. It's Taco Tuesday. Um, really, really great stuff. If you guys are out in LA and you get a chance, if you're in that area, they're open till like one or two in the morning and they close at two. Yeah. There's a line. Yeah. There's a line 15 South La Brea Avenue in LA. There you go. There's a line. You'll be waiting online, but it it goes pretty fast and it's so fucking worth it. Their, their tacos are so good, man. I, I am just, I am just all about it. Really, really good stuff. I think there's a new movie or a new series of uh, about, and it's called La Brea, and the street just opens up. Oh yeah, fuck that! Up. It's like it's like they're trying to be lost, but like on a shoestring budget with crap special <laughs> effects. And um, yeah, no, I people have told me about it because I asked I asked some of the audience like, you know, is it is it good to watch? And they're like, mm-hmm. it's like Lost with CG graphics minus a good story and good acting. So. I didn't even try it. I, like I said, Wheel of Time, I just started. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I got to catch up on South Park, the, the pandemic episodes. I got to watch those. Um, I got to catch up on uh, F is for Family. And there, there's a bunch of good stuff. Like I said, Hawkeye, I got to watch. Um, AI Gaming, Pat's Dogs! I, I wish I could go get Pat's Dogs in Philly. Not even there. Hellstorm says it's more like Land of the Lost, but Land of the Lost was good. Land of the Lost, the 1970s version, was really, really cool. Yeah, as a kid, that was fun to think about. Absolutely, man. Fucking, you know, the dinosaurs were, you know, not the best quality, but, you know, there you go. There's there's Leo's Taco Truck. If you're in L.A., man, that's where you should be. You meet girls there? Can you meet girls there? Yeah, they're taking your order. They say, move along, white boy. <laughs> they, they don't want to talk to you. They want to take your order. It's cash only. Cash only. Go over to that door, go over to that window, pick up your onions, your guac, and your hot sauce and your cilantro and, and get out of here, man. 
Yeah. Good, good stuff. So you don't walk up to a random girl and say, can I have a taste of your taco? Oh, I do. I do, but don't, don't go by me. <laughs> never, never, never use me as a role model example of how you should behave. I'm definitely not the role model. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do I want to bring up? This is interesting. So Megadeth came out with a new cryptocurrency. Like literally, this is not a joke. They came out with their own crypto called Dollar Sign Mega, which was the the idea of uh, of Dave Mustaine, Dollar Sign Mega. And when you use their crypto, you get all sorts of exclusive bonuses, Megadeth content and song downloads and, and extra merch and stuff to use their cryptocurrency. Um, they were, they were going to call it something else. When Dave Ellison was still in the band, they were going to uh, call it jerk off on them. And uh, so that, that was what they were going to call it. But uh, they went with uh, dollar sign mega <laughs> jerk, jerk off on them like Ethereum, Man. but. So well, that's that, interesting. That guy's still around though. He's he's in a, a new band and he's got like new stuff going on. Dave Ellison's talented, man. I mean, look, he's yeah. he's he's the guy that was like the bass player that wrote some of Megadeth's greatest bass riffs. He's been in and out of the band twice, and he's always gonna have work. I mean, for God's sakes, it was a ridiculous thing that that you know him and, and the band parted ways. Uh, you know, they're, they're you know, whatever their, their own disputes between Dave and Dave that spilled over into this. Yeah. We could have called it mega splooge. We could have called it uh jizz coin. <laughs> Come on, feel the noise. I like that one. Can't drive 55 <laughs> mega nut. I mean, there's all sorts of names they could have called it, but they went with, they went with uh dollar sign mega, but mega dollars, mega dollars. I mean, they, they could have called it anything golden nuts, you know, so how's it actually work? I this never currency stuff they got. It, it's basically like a digital currency. It's invisible. Yeah. It's okay. it, you, you basically use a, um, a, a code to unlock it. And that unique code you can it's, buy things with online. Yeah, it, it's, it's value. It's it's like it's like a piece of of product merchandise that just that holds its value, and it's only good. Like there's only one version of it. There's no bootlegging or anything. So if you own like whatever it is, whatever that is, you you're the owner of that. So like one mega coin, say it's worth you know a thousand dollars as an example. Okay, it's worth a thousand dollars of paper currency. You just use that digital currency like you would you know a credit card or like you would or a debit card actually because it, it has its own value or you know paper money you know it represents a mm -hmm. certain amount of value and you can of course you know cash it out into actual paper currency or you know buy things with it you know but it's 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 used you know it's used for you know, buying things online in different ways. And, you know, there's, it's the wild West right now because there, there's so many versions and the values keep fluctuating. Um, you know, it's, it's the same way the value of a dollar has a certain amount of value um, in other countries. Cryptocurrency has the same way, uh, a fluctuating value that, um, 
that you can, you know, use to buy things. And a lot of people like it because, you know, it's not regulated as much as regular currency. There's a lot of ways to hide money and launder money and, you know, uh, do things, you know, in backdoor deals. Mom, is that you? Huh? Ow. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's a lot of ways, you know, I mean, you know, a lot, a lot of things, a yeah. lot of things are done with crypto, <laughs> you know, because okay. it's not really regulated for international Tessels. business. Yeah. Ke- Kegel, Kegel coin, and, you know, come coin. You can pay your electric bill with it. Uh, I don't believe he can. <laughs> I don't your electric guitar bill. Yeah, yeah, John Mancuda has electric guitar bills. <laughs> yeah, I have I have electric guitar bills that got to be paid, and comic book bills that got to be paid, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have a, a CUDA currency, K U T A CUDA coin, K U T A coin, and it's gonna have blue rhino on it, little images of blue rhino on it, <laughs> CUDA coin. K-U-T-A-C-O-I-N, CUDA coin. And they're, and they're going to be the highest appreciated. Listen, invest now, boys and girls. Send me your money. Bring it on. Yeah. Oh, John, you, you, your value is worthless. Even to me as a mother, your value is worthless. No, it'll, it'll be cool. People will want to use it because it has cute little blue rhino on the front of it. They'll want, to, they'll want to use it more than any other. So there they, you go. They can't wait to get rid of it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this stuff stinks. <laughs> Doubloons. <laughs> Where's this dollar been? <laughs> yeah, the only, the only problem is you can't roll up the bills and use them to snort cocaine is, uh, is why the community doesn't really like uh, cryptocurrency. What does this quarter smell like to you? <laughs> it smells like <laughs> vagina. Yeah, it'll it'll be good like uh, the strip club money that Linny Lou and Mary sent me in the mail. Oh. <laughs> Cuda coin. Yeah, it, it, it'll be like some stripper will open her G-string to me, expecting me to put a 20 in there. And I'll start with a little Sharpie writing a, a coin code on her vag. Oh. There you go. This is cryptocurrency for $20. It's a uh, Cuda coin. Or you have a little stamper, like, you know. <laughs> a little stamp. There you go. Cuda coin. Whoa. Uh, let's see. Thank you, false flag. Uh, and he just gave Johnny false coins. There we go. Thank you, false flag. You're welcome, Johnny. <laughs> Thank you, Bozik. Let's see. Uh, imagine tipping a stripper with a quarter. I don't have to imagine. What are you talking about? I, I'm I, I carry one of those ice cream man coin dispensers on my belt. Like, <laughs> ching ching ching. Here you go. I just drop a couple of coins in there. They're like, "What the fuck? Security, get this asshole!" They out let of it here. fall on the ground. They'd just be like, "I ain't touching." Yeah, they that. they throw them back at me. Yeah, you cheap fuck. Yeah, so that's the Megadeth cryptocurrency. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, here's big news. Motley Crue 
while I, w- while I was uh, off shooting film, Motley Crue sold the song rights to their entire catalog. Did you guys talk about this? Wow. $150 million. Does that sound like a lot for Motley Crue's whole song catalog? That sounds like too much. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's going to be like car commercials <laughs> that play Kickstart My Heart. Yeah, there's there's, there's always of, they're always yeah. using Kickstart My Heart in commercials. Yeah. yeah. I see I see commercials for Dodge. I see uh movie promos always using that song. I'm just I'm just wondering, does that sound like a lot to you guys in the chat? $150 million. I don't, I don't know how it's being divvied up. I think I, I assume uh, that it's going to be divvied up evenly. But then again, I'm not sure because like, you know, who wrote this song? Who wrote that song? The writer. You know? The writer. Yeah. But but Molly Crew usually divvies stuff up. You know, I mean, different bands work out stuff. You know, they, they kind of, you know, bring stuff on as a team. Vince needed it for DoorDash. Yeah, to pay his DoorDash account. I'll tell you what, Nikki Six was interviewed recently and he said, who do you think is the, is the, the most talented member of Motley Crue? And he said, oh, you can't even judge that man because, you know, you have, you know, not even counting myself. Mick Mars is one of my favorite guitarists and Tommy is just a monster on the drums. And Vince, Vince has something special that no one else has. And that's that's literally his quote about Vince Neil, because I think he got caught off guard with that question because he's like, and Vince, uh, uh, he has uh, something no one else has. And he's probably thinking a big appetite, uh, uh, lazy attitude, uh, the inability to learn lyrics. 1983, the ability to learn lyrics. I don't know, but I, I I know they always back each other up. I know they always back each other up a lot. So I I don't know if they're playing the I wrote more songs and you wrote the music, so you get bigger percentage, or are they doing the we're splitting 150 mil four ways? But I think that's probably knowing Motley Crue. I think that's probably the way they're gonna go, the route that they usually choose. You know. And by the way, if you haven't left a thumbs up on the video. Take a second, please, and just leave a little thumbs up. Smash that like button, because why not? It's free. Um, but I, I think, you know, I, I think Nikki got caught off guard with that question, because, you know, someone even brought up, yeah, you know, uh, Vince has something no one else. He, he never learns the fucking lyrics. They even quoted in an interview an old interview with, with Vince where he was asking uh, about Nikki's lyrics because Nikki does most of the writing there. Um, and he was quoted as, yeah, Nikki puts too many lyrics in the songs. It's like, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, and, and Nikki's like, well, I grew up in a, in a time where, you know, people were really writing lyrics, you yeah. know, you know, the who and Led Zeppelin. And, you know, I grew up in that time where, you know, real songs are really deep into long lyrics and, you know, Vince just couldn't wrap his head around, hey, why is there so many lyrics in these, you know, shout at the devil and stuff like that? He's like, there's a lot right. to he sing. He didn't get there. a breath in. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. get a breath in. Yeah, so it's it's hard for a singer. But I, I look, at the end of the day, 
back in the day he was great at it, but I don't know why for, for some reason now he can't remember the damn lyrics, but I thought that was interesting that Nikki still backs him up and, you know, he didn't really, you know, he couldn't say Vince is just the best singer ever. He just kind of, you know, took a second and thought and Vince. Yeah. Vince says something that, uh, just no one else has. I actually you know? watched a Motley uh, video from the S festival of 1983 and Vince wasn't all that good. I, I've seen crew live a, a bunch of times. And I, you know, I think their peak that they were really their best at, uh, my own opinion was the Dr. Feel good tour. Yeah. I mean, everyone was firing on all cylinders. I, and this was a time yeah. that they were all clean and sober, which, you know, look, I, I highly recommend it. I, I've never been into drinking and substances and whatnot. Um, and, you know, no judgment if you are, but I've always seen, um, you know, I, I've always seen guys that clean up like Mark Kendall and, you know, a lot of other guys that sober up and, you know, they're, they're suddenly at their peak when they're, when they're off of stuff. So, you know, and Bozik agrees with me. Dr. Feelgood era was really good. They were, they were great live. Vince was singing good. And, you know, I mean, look, Vince is a stylized singer, you know, just, you know, lately he's gotten, you know, fat and lazy and, and, you know, he's got a, shape up or ship out but you know here and or there there he is that's vince vince bl <laughs> yeah surrounded bruce by delicious kernels bruce is saying that motley paid 25 million for their catalog so sometimes there's those bands that the record company owns the catalog and all the publishing rights but years and years goes by and the band's finally like hey let's buy our publishing back from our record company Right. We'd rather have that ourselves. And then, you know, mm-hmm. years go by and they can make money on that. No, listen, I mean, they, they were, they were smart as, as can be. And, uh, you know, I don't know, like I said, I don't know if one fifty is, is the, 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 I know it's what it's sold for. I just don't know. Was that, was that cheap? Was it a little too much? I don't know. It feels like it's a little cheap to me. I don't know. I, I would have guessed like 200 million, but maybe, you know, maybe I'm, I'm just overestimating. I just uh, always see them I using, know. I just always see them using kickstart my heart. Uh, but, but you, know. you, I, but like how many, here's a good question for the chat. How many Motley Crue songs do you really see out there? Like in commercials and movies and well, I can got, only think got, of maybe two. Kickstart my heart and home sweet home are a given. You yeah. won't see shout at the devil used in a in a commercial for uh for butter. You won't see that. No. Uh, no. So certain certain songs I know. You know you're you're all I need. Where he kills his girlfriend. You probably won't see that in a TV commercial. Um, right. But you know there there are songs uh, that you know that I I could see live wire. I could see. Keep in mind also Motley Crue. After the Dirt movie aired, has a whole new generation of young fans that are that big, true. big into their music. Now, yeah. I read, I read the the book, The Dirt, and I, I thought it was great. I liked the movie version. There was it was heavily edited down to a lot of stuff uh, missing, but I really liked the movie, The Dirt. But it really did get a lot of viewership and really open eyes to people that were not into Motley Crue before and are now very much into them, not only as retro, but to, to younger people really new. Uh, smoking in the boys room. 
I mean, that's a cover. They didn't so, write that. Yeah. Um, shout at the devil. I can't see girls, girls, girls. That I always hear. That also every strip club uses it, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I've seen it in movies too. I could see that. Um, kickstart my heart. Too young to fall in love. Um, maybe, but you know, I don't know, man. Probably not. Yeah, Bruce Poinsett brings up Michael Jackson buying the Beatles catalog. That this is the great story that I've I've told on the show before. Paul McCartney was hanging out with Michael Jackson after they did the Say 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 video, and uh, you know he says, "You know, I'm looking for a good investment for my money," and and Paul goes, "Well." You know, I've I've decided to buy the Beatles catalog. Music music song publishing rights are where a good investment is. And he's like, well, that sounds like a great idea. And and Michael Jackson snaked him. <laughs> he literally he literally undercut him for the bid. And Michael's like, what what did you do? <laughs> you fucked me. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, and, and Michael's like, well, I thought it would be a great. You said it was a great investment, so I thought it was a great investment too. So I bought it. That was messed up. Yeah, and and Bozik, just trust me on this. A lot of teenagers are 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 getting into rock, um, and and not all of them. I'm just saying a lot of them because of bands like Dirty Honey, and because of bands like um, uh, what's that that Zeppelin esque band? Um, Greta, Greta Van something. Greta Van Fleet, and and it, it's appealing to a younger generation. So. Yeah. Those is, bands, but, but those, those bands, they're not totally bringing that style back into the mainstream. Not, not, not totally. Not, I mean, like, for, first of all, forget about, forget about the mainstream. Forget about the mainstream. The mainstream is hip hop and Taylor Swift. The mainstream is not going to change to Billy guitar Eilish. music. But yeah. heavy metal or, or, or hard rock always has been like an underground game with the exception of that period of the eighties where glam was big and Bon Jovi and yada, yada. Um, but they, they've always been, you know, an underground, you know, underground movement, you know, rock and roll was the, was the rebels sound. And, and it is again with bands like that and younger people, I know teenagers that are in bands young bands that are forming original bands that are after those sounds and those are their influences, you know? And I, I know, you know, personally bands like that, Yeah, you know, I've, mm-hmm. I've talked about them, you know, on, on the show before, um, you know, y- younger generation do love Motley Crue now that they, they see it, you know? I mean, look, I'm not, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't born when the Beatles were around, but you watch, you know, you watch that new Netflix series on them. Suddenly you might be interested in picking up the white album. Disney plus Disney plus, whatever it is. Oh no, that I'm, I'm an hour into the second episode of it. And, and Yoko's annoying already. As far as I'm concerned, the, the Beatles were the greatest thing ever. Paul McCartney. No, look, I, I acknowledge Paul McCartney the, was the greatest rock musician ever. I, I acknowledge it. them. I acknowledge them as the greatest rock band ever. I absolutely do acknowledge them with full respect and, and whatnot. They're not my genre, but I, I respect what they are and who they are and that it was everyone's influence, you know? 
But, you know, look, at the, at the end of the day, Motley Crue, the dirt, has found a whole new generation of fans. It's true. You know? and, and it's and it's brought back retro fans, you know, who are now interested in going to see the stadium tour. You know? So it's hitting double duty. So, look, it was the right time for them to sell. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, some of their some of their catalog, it's interesting, you know. I'm sure Saints of Los Angeles will show up somewhere in, in some commercials. That's a cool song. Um, but, you know, I know certain Motley Crue songs are always going to be used. It's like, you know, Poison, I know you're always hearing nothing but a good time. You know, tons of commercials, yeah, tons of promos, movie promos, movie soundtracks. A million times that song's been used, you know. Yeah. And again, and, and, stadium tour. And when you talk about commercials, you're talking about commercials on, on actual TV nowadays? Because oh, I, yeah. I don't watch TV at all. I haven't watched TV I, in years. I so saw I one the other day for uh, for a Dodge, um, like a Dodge Challenger or something that used Kickstart My Heart. Anytime there's something with fast cars, you always yeah. hear that song. Or yeah. racing, or a sporting event, or, you know... Mm-hmm. Who do you think publishing uh, between Poison and Motley, who whose publishing rights are more valuable? Motley. Because Motley got 150. You think Poison's worth 150? Here's the thing about Poison. I think they might well, have they might have more usable songs technically. I'm, I'm yeah. just trying to think right now. You have every rose has its thorn. I've seen a they bunch have bigger, of times. They have bigger hits. Nothing but a good time. Well, it's not even just bigger hits. It's it's there's a lot of more usable songs for commercial purposes. Um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I think every rose has it has its thorn is is bigger than than anything Motley Crue did. Home sweet home. As far as well, okay. Well, that one's big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the kickstart my heart is big too. Same. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a tough one that's a tough yeah. one because off the top of my head instantly i would say motley crew until i think about it and then i'm like you know what i i think movie soundtrack wise you know nothing but a good time and every rose has its thorn have found yeah. their way into a lot of uses in commercials and soundtracks how, how fun hot tub time machine was sure that was awesome. I and the one I knew the dude that played CC in that poison band that they had in that movie. Actually knew that knew that guy. They went up to Toronto or someplace and filmed that. That's cool. Uh-huh. But it was wow. a local poison tribute that got to do that. You know, speaking of poison, <laughs> Brett Michaels, um, he recently reached out to there's there's I forget what channel it's on, but there's a show where cover bands compete in Battle of the Bands. Access TV. I'm not even sure what channel it's on or what streaming service, but there's there's a show like that. So they have cover bands battling, and there was a Poison cover band called The Shot of Poison, and they were fighting like uh, a Depeche Mode cover band, and they they wound up losing, but. Brett Michaels thought they did such a good job of capturing like the spirit of poison, even though I didn't think they were very good. Um, yeah. You know, they made a good effort of capturing a lot of the mannerisms and stuff. I'll give them that. Um, uh-huh. But with, with that said, Brett Michaels saw it and he invited them to come on to uh, a, 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 um, 
uh, a night, a date of the Brett Michaels tour to sing nothing but a good time with them. So he said, Hey, you know, you guys wow. come on to my, my tour, my Brett Michaels tour, show up <clears throat> at a South Carolina date. I think it was, and, or wherever, wherever they worked it out. And I'll bring you guys on stage and you'll jam with me during nothing but a good time. You guys will perform it with me. So I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, Brett's a sweetheart of a guy and, and he just also signed up with a new agency. So he's got a lot going on because he's got so much going on as far as, um, you know, merch and his own song rights and commercials and promo promotional stuff. And, you know, a lot of stuff above and beyond just poison, you know, reality shows. They still seem young and they got energy and they're in good health still, as far as oh, I know. Poison? Yeah. Poison's still on point performing. They're they're right. still right on point. God bless them. Right. And they're still together, which is great. You know? So, uh, but I, I thought that was cool of Brett. You know, like I said, you know, Brett, Brett's, you know, Brett's a good hearted guy. So I thought that was neat. Um Speaking of tours, Nita Strauss, and by the way, happy birthday to Nita, if any of her people are out there. Nita Strauss, the uh, guitarist for Alice Cooper. For those that don't know Nita, Nita started with the Iron Maidens. Alice Cooper grabbed her up. She's a great shredder, beautiful girl, whole nine yards. She's she's the full package you'd want in a a rock star, in in a guitarist. And recently, while touring with Alice Cooper, Someone gifted her a mat, like like a you know like a floor mat, but a big floor mat with her personal logo on it to keep in front of the tour bus every night. And somebody stole it at a show recently in South Carolina. So let, let me. I have a photo of it right here. I'm going to show it. So it was a mat that she kept at the front door of her tour bus so she could wipe her feet off before she went up into the bus. Keep her bus yeah. clean. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it just was. It was a nice gift from fans, and this is this is what it looked like. Let me see if I can get right there. This is what it looked like, and someone stole it. And she's asking publicly if someone could just bring it back. You know, she she gets that fans get overzealous and stuff, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's not yours. You stole it. Just give it back to her. She doesn't want to prosecute anyone she just wants it back so do the right thing if you're a fan of her if you're a fan of alice cooper just do the right thing just bring it back it's a goof it's something you know haha i got away with it okay you got away with it what are you gonna do with it just give it back to her it was a gift she wants it back she's publicly asking you know she's like look i don't care who has it just please give it back to me. It's sentimental. I'd like it back. So I'm putting out the call. If any of our fans know about it, just you know, talk to whoever has it. If one of one of you did it. did this, yeah, just give anybody it back. watching in the chat just, who who just took give it. it back. I mean, Dane will blow you. Dane will dress up like Nita. <laughs> Dane will dress no. up like Nita, and in the dark, he's passable, and he'll give you a blow from the back. They look the say, same. You could say, hey, someone that was very similar to Nita Strauss blew me to get this back. So just do the right thing. Just, just, um, some redneck in South Carolina. It's probably in the back of his pickup truck or in the bottom of his chicken coop or something. Who do we know in South? Isn't Jay in South Carolina? 
Or is Jay probably has it. Jay knows who has it. It's on, it's on Jay's wall. Jay's nailing a hammer right now. Listen to his show. And he's like, huh? No, he's, huh? He's, Jay's North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I think I Jay's think. North Carolina. But, yeah. but listen, it, it travels. It travels well. You roll it up. It travels in, in your car. But just, just give it back. Someone please give it back. Jay just, took it. You know, I don't think Jay took it. I mean, a goof no. is a goof. But, you know, just give it back. Do the right thing. That's mm-hmm. all. Or whoever just, gave it to her, make another one and give it to her. Yeah, because yeah. she make she's another. a cool she's a cool girl. She's she a cool is. girl. So and and she was saying like you know, theft is like so prevalent lately. Like at the merch booth, they have guitar picks taped down so you could see an example of picks you could buy, and people like you know peel off the tape and steal steal them. Oh, it's yeah. like come on guys, pay pay the pay the couple of bucks, you know. Yeah. Pay the $25 for one pick. By the way, that reminds me. That reminds me. I got an email today from Sweetwater, and my guitar, my Van Helm guitar picks are finally going to be shipped. Well, that's cool. After a year. <laughs> Jay is in South Carolina. I like Sweetwater because they supplied me with candy to give out for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> you don't know what the fuck to do with all that damn candy. Yeah, those little bags of can. No, look, I like the service at Sweetwater. I do. The only thing I had with them recently that I was kind of pissed about is I w- I wanted a couple weeks back. I wanted a guitar on eBay, and I was like, never ship. Um, and I said, hey guys, you know, you have a guitar on eBay, you're selling it, and um, you know, you're asking like, you know, four grand. I'd like to, you know, offer you thirty seven hundred and you know buy it from you privately to save ebay fees and they're like well we don't want to do that because ebay is such a good partner for us we feel that because you saw it on ebay we should uh, let them make money on you too and i'm like don't you think it's better to serve your customer and that's a consigned guitar right yes it is so when your consigner want to sell it well yes they would but it'll probably eventually sell on ebay and i said but but I'm I'm making you the, an offer that would give you the same amount of money for you and your consigner. I just want to cut out eBay, and they're like, "Well, we we don't want to sell off of eBay because you know we we owe them a lot, and you did see it on eBay, so we don't want to cheat them." And I'm like, "And now I didn't buy the guitar, <laughs> you know?" Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, wouldn't you think that like the smarter thing for them to do for their customer, their business, and their consigner of the guitar, uh, wouldn't you think that the smarter thing to do would be like, okay, yeah, I mean, we're allowed to take the auction down if it sells in our store, which is where the guitar is. But they felt because I called and said, yeah, I saw this on eBay. They're like, well, we don't want to cheat eBay. They've been good to us. Hasn't been eBay hasn't been good to the rest of us. They fuck like all of us. And I, I, I don't I'm think sorry. reverb minds when you do stuff like that. Reverb's cool about it. You can put we, local pickup only. You're you're also allowed to take down an auction on or or a, a for sale on eBay if you're selling it privately. Yeah, I didn't just, want to fucking you pay extra. So, yeah. so I'm your customer. I want to pay extra eBay fees just because you feel that they deserve more of my money. Fuck that. I am not buying your guitar. And I didn't. And it sucks because I wanted the damn thing. But on principle, I was just like, 
wait a minute, I'm your customer. Your consigner would probably say, well, I'm getting the same money. Yeah, sell my fucking guitar. What the fuck, Sweetwater? Johnny, go on eBay. Let's see what guitar it is that he wants. I'm not even. I'm not even. Sweetwater. I'm not even. I mean, uh, eBay. Go on eBay. Let's go see. Let's see what. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even going to tell you which one. Because he still wants the guitar. He doesn't want to. I'm not going. I'm going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. What was it? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not going to bring it up. Because I. All right. Whose was it? I don't want it to sell now. I don't want it to sell now on eBay. When they bring it down off of eBay and put it on their own website and reduce the price to like the normal price it would be without eBay's commission, then I'll reconsider it. But I, I'm not paying eBay. Fuck eBay. Hmm. Yeah, no. So there you go. I agree with you. I don't care. But I hate shipping. Yeah, no shit. We've, we've heard about that. Yeah, never a ship. <laughs> never a ship. Two ships passing in the night, Dane gets nervous. <laughs> Even sad ace on the love boat. Yeah. Is that a ship? I don't want to be on a ship. Never a ship. Love We're getting exciting. close to the cruise. Nerd Halen and the cruise. It's Nerd Halen, cruise coming up, baby. Buy your tickets now. Buy Dana ticket. I want to see Sad Ace on the on the cruise. <laughs> Buy Michael Michael Smith a ticket because he. Oh no, he, I think he got a ticket. Let's see. Uh, wow. Good for him. I think he's going. He can do regular updates on the Johnny Bean channel of the oh, of the cruise. We'll be doing Friday Night Lives from the cruise. Wow! Of them sneaking around Mitch Malloy's dressing room. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is the captain of the ship uh, paging anyone who used to be a member of Van Halen to the captain's quarters, please. <laughs> captain will be waiting a long time. That's going to be so cool. Captain will be waiting a long time. Hopefully whatever device he has will be able to actually have a good signal out, out in the ocean like that. Oh, yeah, they'll have internet there no matter what. I mean, it's... They'll yeah. have in, they'll have internet there. They'll have uh, a, a, a hella big they'll have satellite internet. Yeah, a hella big router out there, definitely. Yeah, they'll they'll have satellite internet. Speaking of satellite, it is time for tonight's show and tell guitar, and then I got a, a little bit of music news left, and then uh, we'll call it a night, I think. But all I'm right, well, this is the time I'm going to log out and go home, fellas. You don't want to see tonight's show and tell guitar, Dane? I'll see it in the replay. Stay on, you bastards. Just, okay, just stay on. on a few minutes. Okay. Don't Tonight's leave me, and... Dane. I've been at work. It, it's just getting late. Tonight's show and tell guitar uh, brought to you by all the sponsors I meant, I, I brought up before. Uh, Delicious Colonel's Gourmet Popcorn, FU-Tone.com, Tessie Switch, Swiss Picks, Delicious Bang Energy Drink, Johnny Bean, is that... What was that? What was that? Where, what and what is all that stuff? Again tonight, what John, is all that stuff? I'm a sponsor. Stuff. Uh, I pay uh, for all uh, this. Brought to you by Delicious Hostess Fruit Pies. And uh, oh, 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 how old was that? Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I wipe my ass with. That was the freshest one they had down the street, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Dane, hold that up. What is that, Dane? Buy, sell, and trade. 
with an arrow this way. What if someone walks the other way? Do they not get to buy and sell and trade? Ah. <laughs> Wait, are you Did, the guy that's outside spinning those signs around? I put those out yeah, on Dane, the street Dane's, sometimes. Dane wears a sandwich board on the street walking yeah. around uh, Arizona. <laughs> In the deserts of Arizona. There we go. <laughs> In the deserts of Arizona. <laughs> He's, he's got that on one side and Subway sandwiches on the next. On oh, the other side. Good. Brought to you by Kiss Condoms. Anyway, tonight's show and tell guitar. I did give you the clue. What do you get when you cross a tiger and a bird? And a lot, a lot of you guessed various things, but a turd. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> It's a turd. Oh, no. Johnny, if you please. Oh, look at that thing. Oh, crap. Wrong one. Yeah, maybe maybe get that thing out of the headstock, Johnny. Nice. Nice. Johnny, can you get that thing uh, out of the headstock? Yeah, get that out of there. Did not get rid of that duck. Get rid of all that shit. Jesus Christ, that's Johnny's head. There, there you go. <laughs> Is it this one? That's Johnny's head. There, there you go. There you go. All right, got it. Okay, this is this is kind of a. A very uh, a very well-known guitar in BC Rich Collector circles. You can see it better at this angle right here. This is basically a rude pink mockingbird. This uh, particular one, let's see. 83, 2, 1, 0. This is an, a 1980 BC Rich Mockingbird in rude pink with a tiger design on the front. Look at that. So it's two-tone pink, a little oh, hard. Wow. Can you guys I thought see it was that? Just, I thought it was just dusty, and you you would no, 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 finger. no. What it is? Back in the day, someone had um, put a tiger design on the front of it, and the tiger stripes had faded, <laughs> and and it left basically a two-tone tiger stripe front on a mockingbird. The back is rude pink metallic pearl. And the front is too, except for the stripe design. Look how beautiful that is. Isn't that cool? Talk about yeah. super 80s. Now, this originally had black DiMarzios in it. And I switched them out for cream because I thought the cream went better with this color. Why do you have to catch Dane picking his nose? <laughs> He looked really bored. Yeah. Dane's like, ah. yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, basically um, the pickups I put in it now are also DiMarzio's. You have a vintage cream PAF and an X2N in cream, yes. which I, I love the X2N. I think it's a great pickup. Bye, Dane. I, and you have a good night, Dane. You have he a Taylor already. quad. <laughs> You have a chrome Kaler quad, and this guitar is just seven pounds even. This is so fucking light because it's koa wood underneath here. 
Koa is really, really light most of the time. And this one, if you see, there's a little chip on the front there. Or is that one of my boogers? Um, it's Koa. It's Koa. Wait a minute. Where is that? Where has that yeah. been? Hang where on. I was, where I was sitting on the horn the other day, I, used, I was sitting in line at the bank and decided to use it as a chair. So there you go. There you go. I was just bouncing what along is that the on the end of the bouncing along the horn the other day, and I I pulled it out as a portable chair. And lo and behold, oh, there you were. Oh, there you were. A little poopy on the end there. A little poopy on the end. That's okay. It still plays nice. Yeah. Dude, it's the duty bird. It's the duty bird. You heard of the dodo bird. That's the duty bird. Yeah. So two-tone pink, two-tone pink tiger stripe, uh, metallic pearl. Really, really, really cool. Again, these these Kaler quads are badass. They're so comfortable a bridge. Bye, Janice. To play on those. Good night, Janice. <laughs> and of course you have those moser electronics which are really great you have the varitone you have a booster coil splitters phase uh two volumes and a tone knob really really great and again i love the tones out of the x2n pickup really tone. really cool tone. Tone. yeah and um and again, the these are hand carved, handmade, old school BC riches, hand carved with knives, not on machines, big chunks of wood, little guys with knives in the back room, hand carving these beauties. Every neck profile feels different. I love this particular one. Really, really nice. Just look at that beautiful carve on there. Really, really sweet. And again, the nice pink pearl color. Really cool. And again, What's cooler than a fucking tiger stripe in pink? I mean, come on. How fucking 80s can you ask for? Jesus Christ. Really, really badass. Uh, Brazilian rosewood. Back when you could get really good rosewood, including the headstock cap. Really cool. Uh, let's see. What else? Shaler tuners. Old school shaler tuners. There you go. And this is this is uh, a Longhorn. This is the uh, Tijuana-style Longhorn, which sounds like uh, a sex move. <laughs> Let me give you that Tijuana Longhorn, baby. Yeah, because yeah, there was an El Monte shape and there was a Shorthorn. This is a, a TJ-style uh, Mockingbird. Really, really, really cool. The horn itself was shaped by my ass, as, uh, as uh, someone in the chat said. Thank you, Kurt5150. The neck is super nice. AI Gaming, it is not heavy. It is exactly seven pounds. Exactly. Because I, I had it set up recently, and they brought out a scale. Every time I go into my luthier um, for setups and stuff and any work, uh, they, they all gather around, and customers gather around, and people offer to buy stuff. Because I always bring in this unique 80s stuff you just don't see anymore in the stores. You know, and they're like, I, I literally, while I was in the show in the store, got two people offering to buy it. It's not for sale, but it's nice to know. You know, I let a couple people play it, and it's it's really neat that people appreciate the vintage '80s guitars that we bring on the show. 
you know, and that you guys are, are here enjoying as well. So seven pounds exactly. They brought out the scale. We weighed it all together. Seven pounds exactly. Really nice and light and uh, a good feel. I love old BC Riches. You guys know that. And uh, this one has diamonds. Some of them have cloud inlays. This particular cloud? one has diamonds. Cloud. Like, you know, cloud up in the sky. Some of them like bitches. BC Rich bitches have have clouds usually. Uh, mockingbirds usually have diamonds, but sometimes you see them with clouds. But really, really, really cool. Thank you, Linny Lou. Linny Lou right now wants to bounce up on that horn right now. Bounce those giant jugs while while sitting on that horn. This horn has a lot of uses. It's like Ron Jeremy in a guitar. It looks like it. Yeah, except it's not eating a bologna sandwich rotting in jail because it's too cheap to pay a lawyer. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> 1980 BC Rich Mockingbird in pink Bengal tiger two-tone. Really badass. That is this week's show and tell guitar of the week. There you go. Shout out to my buddy, John Beaver. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So let, let's bang out a couple last stories uh, real quick. Sebastian Bach came out and, uh, and mentioned how Finally. he got it. <laughs> and mentioned how he got into Metallica. And by the way, if you like that guitar, leave a thumbs up, smash that like button and leave comments in the video. Cause we reply to them. We like reading what you guys say. And text and call us through WhatsApp from now on. Please. Yeah, there it is. The number right down there. Um, so uh, Sebastian Bach went into an interview and said, here's how he discovered Metallica. It was 19, like, I think 1983, I believe. And I basically Gene Simmons discovered Metallica. No, no, no. He's, he's saying how he got into Metallica. Oh. He's going through a record shop. And this is a time where you had like a lot of glam bands starting to come out and he's flipping through records and he sees Metallica's Kill 'Em All, the first pressing of it. And he looks and he says, hey, there's no, no image of the band on the front. He flips over the back and he goes, holy fuck. These are four of the ugliest fucking guys I have ever seen in my life. How the fuck are they in a band these days? Because, you know, mo most rock stars are good looking. Someone in there is good looking, you know? And, and here's, you know, Sebastian saying these, these guys are hideous. Holy shit. Not in metal. Most metal guys are just really just like. Well, re remember, Metallica had just come out with that first pressing very brand brand new like anvil was like 20 times more popular at that time of the <laughs> early early 80s so he bought that album just to show his friends what he thought was the ugliest band in the world so he played it and he's <laughs> like wow i really like the fucking music and he's been a fan ever since wow but i thought awesome. that was pretty funny how he Not actually bad. discovered you know, Metallica, he's like, there's not one good looking guy in there. And he bought that album just to like, you know, tease them in front of his fans. I thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. Thank you, Eric, the Van Halen host. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, we get better with age, man. Yeah. 29, 29. every year. 29 <laughs> every year, baby. 29 every year. Uh, let's see. Ted Nugent commented. Someone asked him how he writes his songs. 
And he says, I don't write my songs. I ejaculate my songs, which makes me think I'm actually must be a great songwriter because I'm, I'm always ejaculating. Um, mm-hmm. It's usually I write songs into a sock or in the shower, I guess. You, so you, you sing in the shower. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I ejaculate songs, baby. I ejaculate songs. Let me, I, I have a squeegee in my shower for a reason. Uh, but Ted Nugent says he doesn't write, he ejaculates songs. And what he means by that is he doesn't sit there with a pen and paper. He just literally grabs a guitar. He starts noodling around and all of a sudden he realizes, Hey, I've, I've, I've got something that sounds pretty good. Wait, uh-huh. Wait, ah, there you go. And suddenly a song is written. So he says, I don't sit there writing it. I don't think uh-huh. about lyrics. I just, music just comes out of me like ejaculate. So I thought that was an eloquent way to, uh, <clears throat> to say it. And uh, let's see. Finally tonight, uh, the Al Rosa Villain Nightclub, where Dimebag Daryl was shot 17 years ago, was finally torn down the other day. And... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think kind of after the whole death of Dimebag there, I think it should have been torn down a lot earlier, personally. Just, you know, uh, just as an appropriate thing. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys disagree in the chat. I don't know. But I, I really I really thought that should have been like, you know, just, you know, taken down. Because how do you, how do you run a nightclub knowing – that like one one of the greatest guitarists out there in music got shot and killed on that stage there, and you just keep running your business. I cu- I couldn't think about that. I would think any band that played there after that would be ner- nervous about playing there, or just like you know, I don't know. I I just thought it was just like, you know, I don't know. I just thought it was weird that they just kept going on. You know. It's like, I, I don't know. All I know is it's down now. It's going to be used for my understanding. The land's going to be low-income housing. I think there should be some sort of little monument or plaque over there, personally. Um, Officially. You know, there yeah. probably is. I'm sure fans have left stuff there. But not a fan thing. There, there should be something real. There should really be <clears throat> something real, just, just as a tribute to the man, you know? I mean that that was you know that was a big deal. I think it's a big deal. I think I think someone should acknowledge, acknowledge that. You know, not saying hey, you know, he was shot here. Not not you know trying to be morbid or anything, but just a tribute in remembrance of. I think that would be nice. You know, a plaque on a mm-hmm. building or something. Just you know, or or name the property or or maybe the park nearby. You know, Daryl Abbott Park or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of nice tribute. What do you guys think in the chat? Can't drive 55 says Al, Al Rosa Villa was a staple in the Columbus, Ohio rock scene. Been there several times. I'm not saying it wasn't. I, I you know, I, I'm sure it was a great club and, and blah, blah, blah. And I know a lot of bands played there. I just think, like I said, you know, how do you just go on after you have a shooting of, of a, a well-known rock star there. I mean, is anything ever really the same? Does it ever still have the same vibrator? You know, the same vibe vibrator. Yeah. Well, you know where my head's at. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Does it, does it really have the same, the same vibe? I'm just seeing if my <clears throat> mother's paying attention. Did you say vibrator? Oh, John. 
you wake know up, what your everybody. mother needs. Huh? <laughs> wake up, everyone. Yeah, wake up, everyone. <laughs> it's huh? almost what? over. Wake Vibra- up. Vibrator. Vibrator. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> I don't know. I-, I would just like to see a tribute plaque or some naming of a building over there after uh, Dimebag Daryl Abbott. I think it would be appropriate. I think it would be great. You know, I think it would be cool to see, um, you know, again, or maybe it's just me. You guys in the chat tell me. Yeah. Can't drive 55 says it was a weird vibe afterwards, but they won't put anything for dime there. That's a shame. That's real shame. Keith mm-hmm. Campbell, mama man could partakes in the toy world so much. She, she's got, she's got, uh, um, uh, her dildo collection looks like like stalagmites in a cave. They're just everywhere, just peaks up everywhere. Oh just, my gosh! Which dildo tonight? Uh, I'll use I'll use the big black one, the big black spiked one, the big black spiked one with the mushroom head, maybe, or maybe the double ended big black one with the spiked with the mushroom head, or the uncircumcised big black uh, spiked mushroom head <laughs> double ended one. No, no, she she actually doesn't, but I'm sure she's screaming right now, pulling her hair out. John, stop talking about me like that. I'm your mother. I know, and I love you, Ma. But, you know, this is a show to entertain the people because we love our audience. Yes. Yeah, that is true. And look, when, you know, when you're a single woman, you know, you, you got to diddle the bean a little bit. You got to polish the pearl. The little man in the boat is lonely. So, you know, I, I need that cock. Yeah, so there you go. Anyway, uh, one last thing. Uh, is anyone else sick of the end of YouTube videos putting on fucking previews of other videos 15 <laughs> seconds into the end of the video? Is anyone else sick of that? Because this is one of those grind my gears moments. You know what really grinds my gears, as Peter Griffin says? That I'm watching the rat video for lay it down and I'm watching the story. And all of a sudden, 15 seconds before the video ends, come two preview windows of other videos blocking my view of what the fuck I'm watching. And this happens all the fucking time on YouTube. You can close just be me. Huh? No, you can close those. No, you can't. Those are pretty. Well, unless they're burned into that, they can be burned into that video. It's not burned into that video. It's it's the way YouTube has it before the video ends, somewhere between 13 and 15 seconds usually, yeah. those two windows pop up. Called a video and they preview. Can't, you can't shut them off. They just block your fucking view of whatever you're watching. It's so fucking annoying. I don't want the damn coming attractions. Let the video play to the fucking end. And and that's it. That's it. I just, uh, am I asking so much? It's so fucking annoying. Look, in the chat, they're, they're saying the same thing. You guys know what I'm talking about. I think, I think you, you can close those. I'm telling you. Let me you. see. You try. Because I, I know what those are. Because I, because I, I, I yeah, run. Yeah, annoying. I run those. No, no, because uh, can't, hang on, I'm getting an ad. Sweetwater. I, sweet water. I shouldn't even have pop-ups that I need to try to close, which don't. 
but it, it, there shouldn't be any fucking pop-ups. I'm watching a video. Stop taking me out of the moment of my song. I want to see, I want to see the, creepy. Oh, you can't close them. Yeah, I said, <laughs> I told you I'm enjoying that last moment of the lay it down video where the little girl goes up. says Stevie, what did you wish for? Yeah, I, I'm enjoying that moment. That's nostalgia <laughs> for me. I don't need to see well, um, Johnny Bean string chain show. I love Lucy retro episode. You know, I, I don't want to see that. No, oh, I don't want oh my that. God. Well, you wait, wait, you who's can that do, guy though? with the beard anyway? Is that Rabbi Gelderman? That's false. Happy flag. Hanukkah, Rabbi. Happy that's Hanukkah. The, that's the actual guy. No, what you can do, and I'll say this for whatever channel that was you're talking about, is what you do is you you run the video, you end the content, you run the video a little late, and then you put on those 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 cards for the but, for, for the but, next video. But it's not up to us. We just click on a video, watch it, and then all of a sudden previews are blocking whatever the fuck is happening at the very end. Here's mm-hmm. the climax. Someone's about to be stabbed. Oh, married with children special preview. What what the fuck? No. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's just somebody that they just they just don't they just don't don't realize that. They do realize it. They don't care. YouTube or they don't does care. not care. YouTube doesn't care. No, it's not YouTube. It's not YouTube. It's it's the it's the uh, it's whoever created whoever uploaded that video. No, it's not, it's no, not it's YouTube. not. It's not. It's not whoever uploaded that video. Because at the end of those videos, and and it's not them. Are you talking about toilet- Vivo? Are you talking about Vivo videos? Vivo the the the, the, the toilet paper Vivo. What? <laughs> Are you talking Viva? about? Are you talking about like official music videos from like an official like? Uh, I'm I'm watching a music company? video on YouTube. I'm watching a music video on YouTube, loaded on by whoever loaded it on, and at the end, at the last fifteen seconds or so, YouTube puts on two promo video previews that they think I'll like, not even from yes. the same channel person, but just two random promos. You know, of this and this. Here's another music what video. What channel is that? I, all of them. Watch a music video. Put on a music video and go to the last few seconds. Okay. Go then, to the last. Go like to the what last video? Seconds. Like what video I, were you I, watching? I did it, I did it with, with Rats uh, Lay It Down. And you will see, I think, 13 seconds in, 14 seconds yeah. in. Rhino? Right there. Was it right through there. Rhino? Or Rat? Blue Rhino. Blue Rhino. He wouldn't do that to me. Was it through Rhino or, or Rat themselves? Because they both have. Actually, I don't know. Just, the... just, just put on YouTube search. Rat, lay it down. I got it. Okay, so yeah, this is through Rhino, which is which is the the company that that uh, distributes this now. Okay, there it is. Oh, I see. But but this is awesome because the the no, the it's playlist, not the playlist they give you. The playlist they they give you it's it's Eddie Van Halen from the Jump video, uh, so not a, not awesome. a, not always not always. And then after and then Chicago Niagara Falls the f- official music video. Listen, I get enough nagging falls for my mother. Nagging okay. calls is that what it said? Nagging calls. Here's part of here's part Johnny, of Johnny. You eating your vegetables, John? Here's here's part. Okay, a couple of the the reasons why you're mad about this. Now I see it is because I'll this tell you video this about. video isn't it's not in. What's what's what uh, this isn't widescreen. I mean, it kind of looks like it. This rap video is uploaded in a smaller format. 
it's smaller. Now I'm voguing. So, so those two previews, they're much closer and they take up more of the picture. But if you ever watch any other video where it's actual bigger format, those previews are spread apart. Giggity. I still don't want them on my screen. I'm watching something. That's that's like a little kid walking in front of the Super Bowl as, as you're watching TV and you're watching the Super Bowl and some little kid, Daddy, Daddy, can I, can I, can I, can I, can I have another pudding? Can I, can I, can I, can I go in the fridge and, and have another pudding? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go away. Uh, can, can I have the, 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 the tapioca one? There's only one left. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just get out of the screen. Get out of the screen. I'm trying to watch the game. Uh, and Dad, can I have, can I, can I, can I, can I have cookies? Did Dom get it? Get the fuck out of my screen. This is why I don't hey, have kids, by the way. Hey, man. Who is this? Hey, Pulse Flag. How's it going? Good. How are you? Johnny's into ventriloquism Good. now. I just want to agree with John 150%. Because I should have you bronze. There's nothing more annoying. I watch a lot of YouTube film clips and stuff, and it's telling you what you want to see, and it's not showing the end of the clip uh, that you, you were watching. And that exactly. really annoys me. I know what I want to see. What I want to see is the so, video yeah, I that's put my on. Two cents on that. And we thank you for your two cents. Thank you so much. He gives more than two cents, Johnny. My false coins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he uses the new uh, the new uh, uh, money from uh, Megadeth. <laughs> anyway, great show. <laughs> thank awesome you, man. And, thank you, bro. And talk later. See you later. Thank you, false flag. All the way from Australia, false flag, ladies and gentlemen. Good day. Yeah, for him, it's 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 uh, next Thursday. Yeah, but but he's right. They're basically putting on commercials before the video is even over. I know yeah. what I want to watch. Don't but tell me what I want to watch next. The thing is, I do the I put those on the end of all of my videos too. I know exactly what these are and what they're for. And and, and they're and great. I'm mad at you too. They're great for, for promoting because of what it does is it gets it gets the viewer to watch because what you want to do is you always want to keep people on YouTube. I, I mean, I, ideally, I, ideally, when, when I don't get you, to see the ending of my video uninterrupted, come on, it's annoying. So I can I can understand. I mean, I understand both sides of it because I I'm a, a video creator myself. So I understand having those there and and what they're for. But the thing is, it's, it's like what I said, though. It's like I use this tool myself, but I have them like I what I do is like these shows. I run these shows. There's credits. And then there's later. That's when they're stuck on. They're not stuck on like during the actual show. Oh, the, the listen, the, maybe not on your videos, but on on what I'm talking about on your typical music video. They are before the thing ends. You know what it reminds me of? Remember when it. you would remember when you would listen on the radio? And you'd be really rocking along and you know this song and suddenly the DJ fades out like 20 seconds before the song's over. And you're like, what the fuck? You didn't even finish the song. That's mm. what it's like, because I'm trying to watch this video start to finish. I put it on. I looked it up. I'm trying to watch this. I don't want to see other things I could watch. I'm not even done with this. I'm not even done watching the video that I looked up and I'm, I'm watching right now. Yeah. 
it's really, really annoying. Listen, I don't mind if once the video ends, pop up, here's something else you can watch. Great. I'm happy to listen to your suggestion, but let me finish my fucking song or my clip or whatever I'm watching. I'm watching the other day, the the fucking clip of a Spider-Man no way home. And I'm watching, I'm watching the preview. And all of a sudden there's fucking two clips blocking my view of the action. What the fuck? You motherfuckers. There it is. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Bastards. I see it. Like I said, though, that's. I mean, what? What? And it's. It's a lot of this is on Rhino because I'm. I'm. I'm looking at it. Rhino. What they. What they need to do is not, not they, my sweet innocent little blue Rhino. What they need to do is they need to add an extra ten seconds to the end of that video. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I want? I want words with the program director. Who the hell is the YouTube program director? Johnny, isolate me for a second. Can I please speak to the YouTube program director right now? Who is in charge of these extra video previews? You rang? Oh, David Crosby, (laughs) voodoo doll. Are you really in charge of the YouTube promos? Yep, that's me. (laughs) Make a bundle off that shit. Blocking your usage. Of course, none of the stuff you pick, Mancuda's any good. <laughs> uh, it's all meh. <laughs> Just like your show with Johnny right now. <laughs> you bastard. I'm going to fucking stick this right in your grundle. No, no, no. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, fuck me. Oh, fuck me. Bastard. Oh, my gosh. I knew someone was behind it. Yeah, it was either David Crosby or, or the assistant, Jojo the Chimp, probably responsible. Bastard. David Crosby does no good. Anyway, Johnny. So that's the week. Let's say thank you to all our channel members for watching tonight. And again, if you haven't left a like on the video, please smash that like button, subscribe, and of course, leave comments on the video. I'm so happy to be back. I missed you all, especially channel members. Get your glasses on. No, here they come. Let's see. Oh, Jesus Christ. You literally, you literally put them on like that. Okay. James, James 5150, James gum, Jimmy Ray Hawkins, uh, Wayno, Thomas Santiago, small mouth guy. Do you have a sister? Um, <laughs> Dave, Dave Ennis, vinyl freaks, 5150 majestic PB and J cat, Mike niece, Dan Halen, uh, James G music therapy, Laz, Andy Carson, Rick green, the chad christopher live sawa all dave all night murph murphy steve barton fernando riley laguna palms uh do you have a sister named rosie palms robot master switch r2 r3 locking nuts six chicks 71 john marana hillary lewis jeff t 5150 tv kurt 5150 the 5150 show and beebs tv KXM Rock, The Dreamer's Life, R Habs, Stephen Franklin, Carol Hatcher, Sean Shreds, love that name, Margaret Scranton, Michael Smith, Michael the Captain Smith, Jesus Rapes Me, Nicole Morazic, Brian Spaulding, Joe Christian, False Flag, Ghost Beef C. Rich, Hugh Caldwell, Jim Nicholas, Mr. BHB Jr., that's Bruce, uh, Thomas Santiago, Linny Lou, and my little sex kitten Mary. Why isn't Mary on there? 
Bo Zeke, and of course, out of order, Steve Carmichael. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, you got you got to adjust this, man. Yeah, when you I got, you got to first of all, Mary deserves Linny Lou and Mary because I cannot forget about my beloved Mary. Mary, Mary, you got to put Mary right next to Linny Lou, and Steve Mar- Carmichael goes last. I know. Well, see, the way I did that was that's the way I copy. I had to copy it from the actual list that it actually. Uh, what do you call it? Well, just like, just add just edit it a little bit, please. Like when they do it, that that's that's the way, and that's the updated list. So that's that's, that's, that's like, cool. That's I mean, that's just everybody. just just please edit it. So you know, just so my eyes go in the right places. <laughs> But thank you. Thank you to our channel members. And of course, thank you to all our viewers, because at the end of the day, the most important thing to me is you, you, the fans, you, the viewers, you are beloved audience that I treasure. And I really, really mean that. So please, all you guys and girls, thank you so much for watching. And uh, of course, thank you, Jesus Ridge. I really am. Very happy to be back with you guys. And uh, again, be nice to each other. We're in the holiday season. Check in on your friends. Check in on your relatives. Anyone that's alone during this time, it could be a depressing time as much as it could be a happy time for some people. Check in on your friends and know that we especially care about you, love you, appreciate you. Get vaxxed. Let's get back to live music so we could stop all this craziness of, you know, restrictions and all that shit. And uh, again, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much, every fucking one of you, for watching tonight. Right, Johnny? Yes, you're all awesome. Yeah. Ooh, and, thank you, everybody. And, and uh, you guys rock. Yeah. Where, where is that? And also, um, what else? Start saving up for our Christmas gifts. Yeah. Buy us some nice things for Christmas. Yeah. Because that's coming up. And Blue Rhino needs a new pair of shoes. Little wear shoes. There you go. We're really looking forward to, to Christmas time. And uh, stuff like that. Yeah, Christmas is a great time. The holidays are a great time. Christmas, Hanukkah, Festivus for the rest of us, all of them, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, this is that time to show kindness to others. This is that time to be good to each other. This is that time to remember your friends, your relatives, anyone who might be alone or depressed on the holidays, take a minute. And you know what? You guys all know I love doing charity work. Just do something good. Go to a shelter, adopt a dog, uh, you know, buy someone a meal randomly, just do something good. Let's, let's make this holiday really, really good in, in just the smallest act of kindness ways. That'd be really cool. I think it really would. Right. Johnny's yes. falling asleep. Huh? Act of kindness. Does that cost me money? <laughs> That'd be great. Send, uh, send Ron Jeremy some condoms for prison right now. <laughs> You don't need those in there. Nah, everyone swallows. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, re- rescue. Listen, feed the homeless. Rescue some uh, some some dogs out of a shelter. Whatever it is, do some acts of kindness this holiday season. 
just you know your basic stuff visit visit an old lady that you know is in the neighborhood alone and drop her off a a bag of fruit or something you know whatever Mm -hmm. it is just do something nice for somebody share the holiday spirit that we're coming up on and again remember we really appreciate you our audience there it is <laughs> Those fucking end of YouTube videos, god damn it. Does that mean it's over? 